Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Cantina MX Football Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Landeros, on Twitter Spaces and YouTube live streaming this one. We just came to a conclusion, which we'll be talking about in just a bit. Uh, we had uh, League's Cup semifinals, Inter, Miami, and Philly. And on the other side, Rayados and Nashville. Folks, it's going to be a MLS-only final, so we're going to be talking about that. Um, before I go any further, let me welcome my good friend and co-host, Joel. How are we doing? So, Jaime. Well, the game just ended. <laughs> Rayados lost 2-0 to Nashville. And uh, Messi on the other side of the bracket, carrying Inter Miami to a final, their first final. So it's going to be... Monterrey. Monterrey looked gassed to me, man. Uh, I'm sure this was by design. The whole just away games and all of that. Uh, to give that huge um, advantage to MLS. I don't know if they wanted an all-MLS final. I know Habibi had a pretty take. Might be, he might be here later to, to share it with us. But yeah, and it's um, I already heard the, the typical words from the Mexican press, the castle, which I think is exaggerated, given the circumstances, uh, and even the numbers uh, when they've done the stats on the tournament. Would you say we got bamboozled? No, because the, the FMF agreed to it. So they knew they're just not going to tell us. They're going to come out and say, you know, this this was the outcome or or this is kind of what, what we're looking for. Uh, but what, who is it? Um, the Pachuca owner, right? He, he said in Spicy Soccer, Martinez, he was talking about for the league, for, for Liga MX, it's, it's a long-term gamble. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, they made it very, very loud and clear on the shows that, hey, the money's not there for this tournament. And this is sort of, a you know, an investment into this union between MLS and Liga MX, a partnership that in the, you know, in the near future will bear fruit. As of right now, though, the monetary prize is just its just not worth it uh, for us to take a, a month off of, of Liga Mekis regular season uh, to have this tournament. And look, I feel like the odds were stacked against, you know, Liga Mekis because they were on the road for a month and they didn't have access to the resources and infrastructure that the MLS teams did. And, you know, they were kind of just on charter planes going from town to town. And, uh, you know, today it proves costly for Rayados. They just, uh, they were gassed. They lost fair and square. And, uh, unfortunately for them, they are forced to stay and play a meaningless third place match, which, uh, that's their prize for getting into the semis is a meaningless third place match. Now, in theory, there is something to fight for when you come to third place it's a spot in the Conca Champions League next season, which, you know, Rayados has already qualified for. So really no incentive for Rayados to even try 
on Saturday. They've, they've just unfortunately had to extend their stay a little bit longer and then fly back and get ready for Liga Mekis, which is returning on Friday. So, yeah. We have Habibi joining us. Habibi, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, I'm mute, by the way. Oh, my bad, because my connection was a little poor. Uh, yeah, man, League Cup. They could at least do Monterrey a favor and say, hey, Miami's playing in Nashville. You're already here. Let's just do the third place match here. Let's not make you fly, fly to Philly, get in the hotel room, check in, all that BS. Which, honestly, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm sure they're probably real frustrated themselves. Like you said, what's the point? been playing this game we got to win so leon can get into champions league next season <laughs> like, let us just go home yeah that's right if they win that match it goes to uh the next best club which is leon so funny how all that works and look you know going into this league's cup it, it, i was like all right like they're trying to make this thing happen and i was you know looking forward to it but the way it actually was executed, pretty trash tournament, if, if you ask me. Um, there's a lot that needs to get fixed, starting with the officiating. And I don't know, man. It, it, it did feel like a forced thing for Liga Mekis teams. Like, it was a chore to be here. And they just came in with that attitude and mindset of just, all right, we're going to play two games and then uh, go back to Mexico for vacation. A lot of teams bowed out very early in the tournament. And that's kind of like the consensus. And it's you know, and, and it hurt the image of the league and the club. Yeah. I again I don't take it seriously, I don't think, but uh, it, some of the matches it felt like uh they didn't even do their homework. They didn't even see all right, let's see who we're playing or how they play or who are their best players. It just sort of showed up like when you when you go to the local park for a cascarita and just Whoever's playing, you you know, hey, we got next. Um, and it seemed like that for many teams. They just and the MLS teams are like the opposite. You know, they were out to to kind of prove themselves, and and that's where I see some of the you know anger from fans were saying, oh, well, Liamex isn't getting anything out of it. Well, in part, is because the teams just you know. That's those are the clubs to blame. Some some of them, I mean, some of them went half-assed. Some of them seems to, um, you know, they say no metieron las manos. Teams that were getting blown out, five-one, four-zero. Those those teams looked really bad. Yeah, they, I don't know, but I also think is the timing of the tournament as well. Like terrible. These MLS teams, they're like in the final stretch of their season. So they kind of yeah. have a good idea of who's going to be in playoffs, who's not going to be in playoffs. If you can go all out for it, because you can use MLS games to rest up. Or if you're out of playoffs, so this is your chance to at least get something out of the season. As with, like, Liga Mex teams, it was like, guys, we still have a whole tournament ahead of us. And, you know, at first I was, like, mad at Chivas, like, not doing shit and getting out so early. But now, like, looking at Monterrey, <laughs> I'd probably be even, even mad more now. Imagine, like, you lost two of your main guys, like Pio Alvarado and, like, Pocho or somebody's <laughs> injury. 
and you did all this traveling and you got nothing to show for it because you're already in Champions League next season. So what do you do now? Now you fly back to Mexico, everyone's rested, and now you got to, like, it seems play catch-up. So, I mean, it kind of, like, eh, it's not like, honestly, you don't feel like we're missing out on much. It feels like it's an MLS team, you could actually take more risk because your season's pretty much wrapped up. You got, like, five, six games left per team. Yeah, and to pour salt in an open wound for Reados, they also lost Germán Bertame uh, for a while. So he got injured in this tournament playing on turf. So, I mean, more salt to your open wound over there with Rayados. I do agree with, like, the lack of preparation. Even today, before the match, um, El Profe Bracamontes had interviewed Gallardo. He's like, oh, so what's the game plan for today? Like, he's like, I don't know. You know, ask the coach. The coach is going to tell us what to do. <laughs> like, he couldn't even answer, like, a simple question of, like, tactic, <laughs> tactically how they were going to, like, you know, approach the match He's going to throw darts at the board. Just running around like headless chickens, man. But uh, look, man, no complaints, no excuses. You know, the MLS teams, did, they showed up. They, they got their victories. And in the end, you know, if this was a showcase for the rest of the world, I do agree that this is embarrassing from Liga Mekis. Like, if you're looking at this, you know, there was a lot of eyeballs on this tournament, a lot of eyeballs on Messi, obviously. And uh, just a terrible first impression. If anyone had never seen a Liga Mekis match, like just the quality that they had to watch was just like, oh, this league's trash, you know? So it's... Uh... <laughs> like we knew it. Okay. Well, see, we now knew you, it now, all along. Right now you're sounding like clickbait, but that's what we <laughs> Listen to clickbait. It's not like a Teu Dene guy. If, if, if the people that actually, like, look at the though. numbers, the people that look at the numbers... They know it's not that terrible, but I'll be honest. Most folks focus on the clickbait. Like, if you look at the numbers, MLS had 62% of the teams in this tournament, so they clearly had the majority. And then also, they had, like, the biggest benefits as far as logistics. Look at Nashville fans. Nashville fans acting like they're, like, the greatest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. They only traveled one game. Traveled to Cincinnati, which, which was, like, three hours. Yeah. Like, they've had the pleasure of chilling home waiting for every opponent to come to them, including Miami. So even the logistics is in their favor. But I'll be honest, if I was someone who's never seen MLS, seen Liga Mekis, and this was my introduction to it, I would say, damn, Mexican teams suck. MLS teams are definitely better than them. So yeah. that, I, I get that part. But, but anyways, what brings my point to that is someone needs to get fired, and that's that douchebag that runs Liga Mekis. Mikel Arreola or whatever, because he, he didn't have the hindsight, he didn't have like the common sense to look at everything that was presented to him and at least be like, uh, you know what, this might actually jeopardize us. No, dude, they don't work like that. You know, maybe we should like, you know, like switch things up, maybe do it by regions. Like, you know, would it make sense for my team to travel to Canada, the West Coast, then the East Coast, and then the Central? Like, maybe do it, like, by regions or something so they all kind of stay in the same area, reduce our travel, you know, stuff like that. That, yeah. that guy doesn't have a final say. He will present it, like, they, they do the board meeting. They're all, like, in the round table. And then they say, all right, this is what they're asking for. Every every club owner gets gets the sheet sheet with, you know, economic code on it. All right, this is what's going to go on. And they vote on it, and they all agree. Yeah, so but he's the president. Saying. It's his yeah, job. Yeah, but he's just like the, he's, he's, the, 
So if you know, no, the but he's the spokesperson because they're not all gonna talk. I think you're downplaying, uh, you know, Mikel Arroyo, man. He's a smart guy. He's a businessman. He's a politician. Yeah, but he 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 doesn't have to. You have to. We have to keep in account how Liga MX works. So they don't have one guy calling the shots. They all vote on this stuff. But he's the president. That's why the, the Salva, doesn't matter. It's he's more like the figurehead. Well, Once everyone agrees, he needs to present the project to them. His that's why. But he doesn't have final say. He doesn't have final say. I no, I'm not uh, saying like, final I call, say. I'm I saying call bullshit on he that. Should pre- he there should is not bullshit. The best project he, to the owners. Yo, we. That's why they vote on it, and and they vote on it. It doesn't make sense. But they voted on it. Like that's why I'm telling you that the Martinez interview. He did that one. That one was very telling. He pretty much said everything you need to know right there. He said well, it's a long-term gamble. We knew everything. We're not making money. We knew everything is against us, and we took the risk. I don't know the, the whole payoff. They they know it. He's not gonna tell us. There's something there. I don't know what was promised. I really would. We're not gonna know that part. Maybe some years down the line. I guarantee you. No one's going to give a shit anymore, but they'll say. And um, for now, we don't know, but they all agree. All same, I know is, uh, with, like, would you agree that this <clears throat> was cons- a fracaso for Liga Mekis? No. It's a, it's a, it's a failure in Liga Mekis' eyes, right? Because number on, one... A failure right. where you're just playing the weight games? I think, th- I think for, t- for two critical reasons. Number one, we fucking put the season on pause for this. Like, we were forced to watch this shit. Number two, what did we benefit from this? Absolutely nothing. We didn't even get uh, into the final. And we got absolutely, like, embarrassed, right? And out, out, outperformed. I think if you're the president of Liga Mekis, like, I would hand in my resignation because you're not going to live this down. <laughs> he's not, he's not going to get no blame for anything. Again, you guys are placing all the blame on this guy. He's just a spokesperson. That's like um, blaming the spokesperson of the White House for whatever the administration comes you mean up like with. The president? Yeah. This is the president. No, not the president. He's the president, dude. The, He's the president. The president. No, dude. I'm, you, you say he's just huh? a spokesperson. He's just a figurehead. Like, he literally went he to an interview and said that one of the best things about this League Cup that he liked a lot was how the games end in the tie, and then they go to penalties yeah. for an extra point. He said it wouldn't be that bad idea to consider for Liga Mekis. So yeah, when he just he puts it on the table. Head, why is he throwing yes. shit out there like that that he potentially has an influence on? He doesn't uh, have an influence. It's all the owners. Bring it up with the owners. It, it's look, even um, I know you guys have seen this when they when they were talking about what teams voted uh, for and against uh, promotion uh, relegation being taken out, and then they showed you why are we seeing that. So if it wasn't like that, it would just be club president decides no more relegation. But at the end of the day, he doesn't really have the final power. It's it's all the owners. They decide and then he But I, I don't like think you listen to anything I've said. I never said he yes, has the final vote. I said his job as president of the league is to present a project. When you get chosen for director deportivo, when you get chosen for coach, you present a project. This is my project, and this is why I think I should have this position. So you tell me he's just going to these meetings just to sit on his hands? Obviously, he yeah. Don Garber represents MLS, 
And I know Don Garber goes back to MLS teams and like gets their opinion on this and that. Hey, how, Mikhail, how, no, but see the, but see, is the same thing. How he oranges, man? He he would say, "Hey guys, this is what MLS wants to do with us. What do you guys say? You want want it? Yes or no?" I know that. I know the owners have the final say. But at the yeah. same time, he's the president of the league, and he can say, "I don't think this shit is recommended. I don't think why." Because at the he end of the day, like you said, he's the figurehead. So hey, he's going to take he, all the fucking blame. So if he's going to take well, all that's, the blame, that's part of the job. why wouldn't he put himself in the best position possible? Because right now, he's, he's, he's the guilty getting paid. One. No one's saying Arregori is the guilty one. Martinez is the guilty one. Vergara's the guilty one. I Everyone's am. saying is, why did Mikel put us I, in this tournament no. with these shitty Anyone people? that doesn't know how it works, dude. I mean, we, we get told all the time how this shit works. And then as fans, like, we just choose to forget or ignore that. Then you go and you blame the wrong people a lot of times. But he could be against it. He's not going to come out and say, well, I told these dudes, I told these fools this was a bad deal. But they didn't listen. He's, he just, he can't say that, dude. He's, it, it, it's a nice job to have, dude. I would, I would be there, man. <laughs> I wouldn't turn it down. You're getting six figures and go and make a speech. Get blamed, man. Who gives a shit? I get it for years. This is the same that showed up to the Qatar World Cup with a Santi Jimenez fair known uh, jersey. After he hey, knew the look fans he was were at. pissed, after he knew the fans <laughs> were pissed that he didn't get called up, he still had the audacity to show up in that jersey to the World all, Cup. All expenses paid, Habibi. All expenses paid. <laughs> I, how is this not a failure in your eyes, Joel? I want to. I want you to explain that one because I can't wrap my head around. Like you, Liga Mekis should not be proud of this. Be- because because they agreed to a tournament where the odds were against the teams. So I mean, I, again, um, but, all right, going I'm, back to how do I how do I ask this Salvador question Martinez. again? What 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 are some great takeaways from this tournament for for Liga Mekis? You really can't have none. Really wasn't one. It was sort of like. Like, like, again, like he said, it's a long-term thing. So there really isn't, isn't one where you can say, oh, they benefited because everything is negative. Had to stop the league, uh, you know, right during, didn't have like much preseason, all the way games. There really isn't one. But I'm telling you, if all these dudes agreed, there's something there. We just, we don't know it. They're not telling us. So They're then how is it not a failure if you can't find any positives? <laughs> this is a failure then. <laughs> well, that's like, like, because it's a long-term thing. So it's sort of like saying. Uh, no, but you, you can still you, say it's a you failure You sacrifice now, so right now and successful. two years, three years down the line, right? Because maybe, and this is just me. I don't have any proof. This is just me. Like you're saying, okay, we're trying to get this tournament to pop for MLS fans. Maybe you, that was the point to, to get their fans more involved and more excited and thinking their teams are that much better. If you can increase popularity, increase ratings. And then that's one thing there already where if it served to that point, it could be a win. Obviously not for them, but for, for the tournament. And then in the long term, then of course you're getting more money. It would be more prize money, more, more everything. But I don't really see it as a tournament where the league's gonna agree. Okay, every year we're all just playing the weight games and 
and the calendar is going to be asked for us, obviously sooner or later they're going to want they want to even it out. But I think for this first goal ahead, uh, obviously there's something there, man. It could be like, I know that you guys have been calling it Messi Cup. Even that wouldn't surprise me. You got that dude in the final already, pretty much set to win. He just got here. You know, that's that's going to be making all headlines everywhere. I mean, I imagine his first game, right, was Cruz Azul. Imagine Cruz Azul goes hand on those dudes and just squashes them. They could have easily. <laughs> you know what? But, I mean, how would have that looked, man? It, you know, it would it would have been the opposite. So, sometimes shit like this, it's, it's, it's it happens more often in football. Like, we don't see it where... Like the scales are tipped in a favor usually to get certain teams, you know. For me, the only the only teams that benefited from this tournament were the ones that played against Messi. As far as Liga Mekis team, you know, Liga Mekis players can say to their kids one day that they stepped on the same pitch as Messi, <laughs> as, it, as, Messi as Messi was getting their shit pushed in. No, man. I, I I mean I agree they benefited, but it's not to that degree. <laughs> either like they had like they had like legitimate benefits in the sense there's a lot of players that no one knew about and then you see him in the game you're like hey that guy's not that bad and now you like start keeping tabs on them uh, even some of the argentine players like their social media numbers went up just because yeah but that's all inter miami benefits nobody no, from but, mexico no that's i'm not saying you know that mexico's benefit. i'm just saying there's a lot of players that even like the what's his face the miami goalie i had never heard of him but he's really good at blocking shots. You know, he's not that great with his feet coming out on the air. But he's like a kind of no choa man. He has like really oh. good reflexes. Like, you, you know, I, in I, the box. You are, you're already comparing him to Ochoa, bro? No, I'm just saying Ochoa's the same way. Ochoa oh, sucks God. at coming out in the air. Ochoa sucks with his feet. But he has really good reflexes. He's one of those goalkeepers. Like, you know, he's that prototype. I had never heard of that guy in my life. But now I'm like, hey, Miami has a decent goalkeeper. And who knows? It might help him land a move somewhere else. You know, those type of players. So, yeah, I think in that way they've been benefited. Uh, that Taylor kid that everyone's talking about with Miami. I'm talking no about Mexico, bro. Nobody, I'm talking about Liga Mekis. Well, Liga, Liga Mekis didn't get any benefit because how many Mexican teams that Miami played? One? Cruz Azul? I didn't know that's that. Wow. And again, I bet you by design, man. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm telling you. It's by design. I brought that up in the ah, City Discord, and they're like, no, that's crazy. Like, the groups were okay. defined back in January. Messi oh, didn't get assigned to July. And I'm like, and I you, like you don't think they would, yes. like, plan for it just in case? <laughs> like, just in case he just does case. come? It's in his benefit, and if he doesn't they, come, well, screw it. And they, they had had long-term talks. If you even see, like, uh, like, there was an interview or an article with Beckham. And the one where he talks about how he was in Japan when they give him the 5 a.m. call to tell him Messi. And he said, so he had been having negotiations with Messi, even the dad. So I think they had a pretty good idea that they were at least, let's say, 75, 75% sure it's happening. Yeah. No, but even when yeah. he was at Barca, they said that they went over there and they told him, we know now it's not a possibility, but one day we want your son in Miami. Like these <laughs> conversations go way back. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. been building up to it. So that's what I'm saying. That is by design. And you're going to have people tell you that it's not by design. But you're going to tell me it's not by design. You put all the best Mexican teams on one side of the bracket. 
you give Miami another side bracket with all like the weaker with, teams with the biggest choke job like Querétaro, <laughs> Philly Union, Charlotte, like <laughs> you like come on now. It's funny. Yeah, it's like it's like Gold Cup, right? Although put Mex and US in opposite bracket so they wouldn't face each other yeah. before if they do face it's in the final. You That's know, the big payoff. You know what's pathetic is they've really pushed hard and scripted this final so Messi can hoist the trophy at the end. And also, they they made sure that if there is Champions League next season, Messi's going to be there. So He's already there, right? And it's crazy because Inter yeah. is in last place. In last place. <laughs> in their conference. And in the league. Like, yeah, but it's, it'll be taken care of. I mean, I'm sure they're bringing but in But think like about that. Players. A team that's in last place in their league gets to qualify to the champions league. That's insane. That's if like, I don't know who's in last place in the EPL right now. Let's say it's fucking like, I don't know, Leicester city. They get into the champions league because of a bullshit tournament. It's like, come on, bro. Hey, I'm not lie. It has happened before. Some premier league team won Europa league, but uh, they got relegated as well. Who? So they were able to play champions league <laughs> and be in the championship. So it has happened before, but no, I get what you're saying. But one thing I will say is it actually speaks about how bad MLS is because literally it took Busquets, who's elite, Jordi Alba, who's elite, Messi, who's elite, three elite guys near retirement to come in and take a team (laughs) that's been bummed around and make the other MLS teams they face look like bums. So if you've been saying how amazing the league is looking, how much progress the league has made. You literally just allow three guys to come in and like bulldoze your league. And now people in Europe are like, wow, that league is trash. Hey, Ronaldinho was guys, doing like, that. Running circles around everyone. Ronaldinho was doing that at Querétaro. I don't think so, man. I, I don't think he was even training. He took him away to the final. I don't, I don't think he was even training. He just show up, sign autographs and leave. Uh, no, but this is the difference. That kid, that title team was good. I mean, yeah, they, they had good stacked. players. They had Sambesa. They had uh, the other Brazilian dude. Like, they, they were a good team. Rolandinho was a plus on that. It's not like Kedetaro Didn't, like, Buse was... bench him anyways? Like, he wasn't getting yeah. that much playing time. Buse was the coach. I mean, there was a serious problem. It was Nacho, and that. then Buse had to come in because Ronaldinho wasn't heavy. He wasn't getting along, I think. Something along those lines. And like Orbelin Pineda, who, you know, who's breaking now. You know, they had a good team, too. It's not like it was like Inter-Miami in very last place. But he did have that similar effect, man, everywhere he went. Yeah. Well, yeah everybody trying to get his autograph and pictures and jersey. The other team fighting to see who gets jersey. Player sisters throwing themselves at him. Yeah, yeah, this is one of the benefits of being a star. But I, I don't think Matthew would have had – I mean, he'd still be successful. Don't get me wrong. He'd still be successful if he was playing Liga Mekis. I just think it would be a little bit more challenging because, remember, MLS brought Messi here. It wasn't Inter-Miami that brought him. This was a whole collective effort. As opposed to Liga Mekis, is the opposite. You know, Monterrey brings in Sergio Canales. Querétaro, Tigres, America don't give a damn. When they play Monterrey, they're going to go hard on them. They're going to try to beat them. They're going to say, let's protect Monterrey's investment. So that's another thing, too, that I have to criticize is, like, it's messy, right? This dude does not need more gas in the tank. 
and they fucking called everything that he he contested. It's like, are you serious, bro? It's like <laughs> it's messy, bro. Like we don't need to give him any more advantages, but they literally gave him the league on a silver platter, and it's his now. This is his game now. That's what I'm saying. It's their investment. You're gonna tell me it's far fetched to think that MLS, Adidas, and Apple said, "Yo, protect our investment. Don't let him yeah. get hurt." He pretty much got a title within a month of being here. How long has this been? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a, like no, a, you got part. original OG teams from '94 that haven't <laughs> fucking even gone to a final yet. This dude comes in in a month and wipes his ass with this fucking league like it's dude, a fucking joke, dude. But no, it reminds me because I was I like watching the the podcast where they interview the wrestlers from like the eighties, nineties. Oh, they're all old, and they're interviewing an animal from the Road Warriors. And he was saying how they they had it was him and uh, Hawking Animal, that's <coughs> mother Hawking Animal. I forgot it was some small promotion, and he's like, the dude just gave him belts. <laughs> he said they hadn't even fought. And he gave them belts to wear so that when they went into the ring, it, you know, they could, like, it, it'll be, like, more, um, you know, more for spectacle, like, and introduce them as champs for some. They made something up just to have them go in like that. So it's sort of like this, man. This dude just shows up already winning a tournament. But I do think, and, and I have to see if all, all this is tied up because, uh, you know, we had Infantino recently at the, at the Gold Cup final, right? And around that same time, they announced the whole link-up between CONCACAF and FIFA and whatnot. But I could see how this can, like just having Messi in the CONCACAF champions, how that's going to help improve. Um, they just want him then, to go to the Club World Cup. And then Club World Cup, exactly, they get there, he's so, gonna be there. I'm I'm calling this right now, a year from now. Like the way Messi got to manhandle the League's Cup, it's gonna be the same fucking thing in Gonka Champions next year. You'll see. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know about that, Jaime. Depends on the bracket. I, I don't I don't see a Mex club receiving at at their home. Um, you know, FC Messi and then bending over and spreading their cheeks. One thing is this League's Cup, the other. You know, for the other, they're gonna. You'll see. Yeah, Dallas yeah. almost beat him. Remember Dallas? Yeah. I like the stupidest own goal in ten years. Yeah. You had their player saying that. Um, His own player, own player said, "Nah, shade. for Messi, no. I gotta do this for Messi." No, no, the, no. The, the the other team, they're trying to say how, like he said, like in the last minutes, it's just like they forgot how to play. And they asked Tata, they asked him, like, how come? Because he beat Charlotte right after, like, 4-0. And they're like, what's the difference between this game and the Dallas game, which was 4-4? And he was like, uh, the offense. They had that offense. And uh, Charlotte doesn't have that offense. So, Liga Mekis do have that offense to do, like, Inter-Miami, like, you know, danger in the back. And especially when it's going to be home and away. So, they play, like, decent Liga Mekis teams. Miami can get knocked out before. I got a yeah. I got a short clip from Messi talking about League's Cup. Do you know how easy this is for me? Do you have any fucking idea how easy this is? This is a fucking joke. And I'm sorry you can't do this. I really am because I wouldn't have to fucking sit here and watch you fumble around and fuck it up. 
That's messy talking about League's Cup. <laughs> no, you know what? You were talking, speaking of messy talking about League's Cup, like that being so easy for him, you were talking about what's the benefit for Liga Mekis. <laughs> to be honest, uh, it looks terrible for Liga Mekis, like in the sense that people might say that MLS is better because, you know, they never top dance the league. But you also got to realize, Messi dominating like this, it doesn't look that great for MLS either. Like, there's this, like, Twitter page called the Urino. It's like a parody one. But he constantly, constantly makes fun of, like, Real Madrid, uh, you know, just anything Madrid-related. And he, like, sucks off Barcelona. But uh-huh. even he uploaded a tweet where, like, he shows, like, today, like, the second goal. And then they're trying to play an offside trap. And then the fill, pause it, pause it right when Messi does the pass through Jordi Alba. The defender from Philly is like literally like 25 yards back. Like any potential of there being an offside trap is non existent. He's like literally defending from the seat on his couch. Like he's going to keep on the whole team. And even the Urino guy tweets like, wow, this is like terrible. This is like terrible defense. Like what the hell is this? A guy who like sucks off Barcelona, sucks off Messi for the last, you know, God knows how long. Even he's hating on MLS. So I would also say, even though Messi lovers are like, oh, my God, Messi's doing great, eight goals, five games, the case might I mean, be. even they're hating on the league in itself. His like, goal wow, was a fucking a joke. joke, dude. That was, like, the slowest long goal I've ever seen. The goalie <laughs> oh, had Blake. enough. Oh, my God. The goalie yeah. had enough time to put a kettle of tea and, and fucking have a tea party and still save that shot, bro. <laughs> he, he knew he where that shot was going. <laughs> Like, he could have got up and dived again. Like, when I saw that goal, I wasn't even, like, golazo. I was like, what the hell is he doing? Like, he knew it was coming to him. He knew it was going low. It was coming from the opposite angle. So, obviously, it was going to that corner. And you still reacted, like, hella late. And that's, like, your MLS goalkeeper of the year, like, for three years. Hey, look, all I'm saying is I would not be surprised if they somehow make this change next year where it's like hey instead of home and away we're gonna do everything on a neutral ground you know just wait bro they're gonna find ways to manipulate the rules to give Messi any advantage he can in champions league next year calling it now mm, i don't know i, find it hard I to think believe. for for champions league I, i'm sure they'll bring in like two more players right yeah do something too players, but no, I mean this this league is like set up for him like to win it, and at the same time, I have nothing wrong, no problem with that, because if I was at the helm of MLS and I was you know bringing Messi to my league, hell yeah, I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that he's on this league's cup final, and the only way you can watch the finals through Apple TV, and you gotta sign up for the pass, mm-hmm. and like yeah, I'm gonna do yeah. everything in my power. So I get that. So when I say that. It's set up in favor. I don't want to sound like a hater because if I was in charge, I would do the same thing. But that doesn't mean you can't deny the fact that it is set up to benefit them, which is the right business decision. Nothing wrong with that. We have uh, Albert joining us. Albert, thanks for hopping on. Let, let us know what's on your mind with this League's Cup. I've, I've been saying it's a fracaso for Liga Mekis, but I'd like to hear your take on it. Also, you're on mute. Uh, while well, Albert fixes, oh, there we go. Hey, what's going on? Sorry, sorry about that. I, hey. I was turning off, turning off the AC. 
How's it going, man? Welcome to the pod. How's it going, guys? Uh, uh, what's going on? You tell me, man. Doing? We have uh, MLS only final in League's Cup. The gap has closed. The gap has been surpassed. Everything's wrong <laughs> in the world. You, you know what? I was thinking about it. Uh, having, having, uh, regardless if it was an MLS or a, or a Liga MX final, it's kind of defeats the purpose of the tournament, you know? You know, when you have two teams on one side, it's like, okay, well, what's the point? You know, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, it's a, you know what? It's just a flawed, it's a flawed tournament. It's, I mean, in theory, it sounds cool, but as we've seen in practice, it's, you know, why even have it? I mean, I, exactly. they're talking about the Mexico, Messi Cup, why? Dude. Why? It's the Messi Cup. Look, look in their Twitter, it's been, I think the first goal that Messi scored the free kick. I think that's the one that's been pinned since the beginning. It hasn't left. I mean, and, um, you would think they'll put like the goal of the week, but now it's just it's it's, it's Messi's first goal. And, I mean, look, and I'm sure. I mean, what? When you look in the future, what incentive does the Liga MX have to play this thing? You already have. You already get. You already get five. You already get. You already get like five tickets for the Conca Champions. What's the purpose? What's the purpose of playing this? As a player, what's why why are you gonna come and play this tournament with with the possibility of getting injured? I mean, what's the purpose? The, the teams are, are complaining that uh, the money isn't as big as as it was said, and that this is a a project in the long term. And I I just don't yeah. see any incentives as a player, as a directivo. I mean. When you got a guy like Martinez coming on saying, "Hey, we made more money with the Libertadores," I mean, what's the purpose? Yeah. The, 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 maybe, maybe the hook, the hook is there. Maybe okay, uh, a neutral, a neutral side or in Mexico. But I, honestly, I just don't see. I I don't see a a a, a purpose for this tournament. Like, but why? I mean, you have the Coca Champions. I, all right, here's like my it. theory. They got some kickbacks under the table. All those fucking assholes Maybe. that voted for this. Tur- yeah. I yeah, think they all got yeah, kickbacks yeah, under yeah. the table. Yeah, yeah, Manila envelopes. Yeah. to my theory. They want to combine leagues. They want to combine leagues one day. They can't combine leagues. They can't. They could do a super tournament. They could do it. But think about combining leagues. In Mexico, you have the shady shit going on. And you don't have a players' union. How how are they gonna mess that with the American with the Ameri- American yeah, sports team? There's no fucking way. They're, they're, they're gonna fucking, yeah. That's why they're trying they're to clean have, up. I mean, they're you're gonna get it. fucking. You're gonna get lawsuits with Pacto Caballero and all the bullshit they do. I mean, it's not no, possible. You, can, you can't do it. They're trying to clean up. They're putting things, setting things in motion. You know, uh, like it's a matter of time of seeing they're gonna do it. But you know, they said. They I don't think FIFA would allow that to happen though. The league has a package. <laughs> Man, yeah, people would be and, able to do in content. And and then yeah, and then yeah. remember remember when when they, were, when they were proposing it two 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 years ago, and there was a gentleman. His name is uh, I don't remember his name. His name is Walter. He worked he worked in uh, in sports business here in the U.S. and and uh, and he he was he's not active on Twitter. He was active. Uh, he used to be active. So he pointed out how it wasn't good. It wasn't in the podcast. Wait, Walter huh? Walter Franco? He's been here a few I, I, times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be him. It is? Yeah, yeah. He hit it on the nose. He said it wasn't going to be the whole league. It was just going to be like the, like the the big four and the Norteño teams and, you know, tossing a Toluca, tossing a TJ. And it was just, just going to be just them 
join the league and the rest of the, your fucking Puebla were going to be fucking shut out. So, and then that, that, that idea came crashing down when the Super League in Europa fucking was shut down too. So, so it's like, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening. And, you uh, know, I, I, I really, I, and honestly, I do not know why fucking Mexico, the Liga MX is, is so intent in being in bed with MLS. It, it makes no fucking sense. Well, well that has the answers. He knows why. Martinez has showed me, dude. No, like you said, it's long term. If this tournament blows up or any potential tournament, between because you know it's three countries right and then especially you have to build momentum because you're going to a world cup which three the three countries are going to host oh. so if you could build up for that you, and, and, you you have a better chance of convincing me to buy an nft than to buy this bullshit bro you're not being targeted jaime you're not being tar- none of us are all the kids, other kids that are going to be watching or becoming fans that are going to see the World Cup, and then after the World Cup, they're like, "All right, I need my super fix." And guess what? You have a team around the corner, you could go and watch. And chances are, some of these good players are already going to be there. And you think the kids, are, the kids are going to be craving an LAFC versus Toluca or LAFC versus Chivas? Or again, again, they're not. They don't have. They didn't, like you, they didn't grow up watching Real Madrid or all that. They just got into the game. They just got into it. All they seen was the World Cup and the first day. Uh, you, you know what? Soccer. You do have a point there because if you, if you look at La Liga, at La Liga right now, I'm watching the, they have no star power. They, they can't compete with the Arab money. So, hey, you know, you might, you might they have a lose point. They have been great think of Italy, right? They used to have all the top players. Oh, yeah. They fucking, and then, Batistuta, fucking all and then, yeah. then they lost out to EPL, La Liga. And now even La Liga, and now these teams are losing out to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> hey. be watching uh, Everybody that joined the Saudi Arabia League, we, we, we lost nothing of value. I'm telling you right now, we lost nothing we, of value. We, we, they weren't in your team. <laughs> but no, but, but to, be fair, to be fair, the, the Saudi League is looking a little better than the MLS because, I mean, we might have lost nothing of value, but they got a couple, a couple young guys that MLS would have loved. Hey, Liga MX, I love having half of those dudes. Name yeah, others. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just bring them on. But no, it's it's all for newer fans because we we're seeing it from our lens. Yeah, we've we, seen we, the we, 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 we grew up watching all these other football, so off the bat, we're already comparing it to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, I, I didn't even would allow it, man. I didn't even follow Canadian teams in MLS. And they allow Swansea, who's from Wales, to play in the Premier League. That's an exception. And, yeah, that's rule. one thing. Oh, man. It's not an yeah. Also, you can, can you, ex- dude, the entire UK too. can fit in, like, fucking Texas. Like, stop, bro. They, they've been videoing um, that, which was, and you, this goes back to, like, the 90s. With the, what was it called? G16 or something like that. When uh, the top teams from Europe wanted to create their own league. And they've been against that. If, if they allow it here, that just opens the door for other places to do the same thing. 
But, and then but after you that, haven't realized that it's already basically its own league. Because look at Champions League. The finalist team are 99% of the time MLS and Liga MX teams. It's literally already its own league within this region. They're the only two leagues that compete for anything, basically. Same well, yeah, because other teams. teams. I don't think yeah, you know, there's cut. any other region where it's like that, where there's two countries running the whole region. Might as well let it become of its own league. Nah, it's you not know, the same, bro. Like this money. Hey, yeah, if you don't want it to happen, doesn't mean it can't <laughs> It's not. I'm, I'm telling you what's gonna happen. What would happen? They allow it. They're gonna have to allow it every other everywhere else. They're not gonna lose power like that. Allow it what, what excuse else. are they gonna tell Europe? What is? You know what I mean? What are we gonna say? Uh, because it was just the same You're two teams all the Liga time. Portugal are gonna want to combine all of a sudden. You never. Iberian no, League. Were, of course, not them, but they will be more like. Like how they had talked before of having uh, their own like uh, I forgot what it was. It was G16 and it turned something else. Uh, but it would be like its own super league, like the Europe Super League. I hope that, I don't see that in my lifetime. The super League. Super League is replacing Champions League. If anything, I'm surprised they allow League Cup because League Cup, that's basically what it's doing, is replacing Champions League. No, it would, it would kill out a lot of the local league leagues, too, if they did if that. If they made League home and away, it's literally Champions League minus all... No, the this would be the old league, so you're no longer playing. And, like, you're Milan, you're not playing Serie A. You're playing in this Europe League. And Serie A is the top. The top teams are in that one league. So you kind of... Kind of a death sentence for some, a lot of these local leagues. Yeah, I don't want to see the two leagues join. <laughs> it just doesn't make. There's no benefit in doing that. Like what? What the fuck for? Exactly. What? Like why? Why do we fucking need to see who's better? Just let fucking let the leagues be. See, that's just then... rumors that were started. There's really not much. I just that. fucking. Have them clash in the champ in the Conca Champions. Just, uh, I, I, I was happy. I was I was happy. Yeah. I was happy like that. I agree. I mean, it was better that way. The best of the best play each other. I, I don't need to see a fucking team like a I don't know Mazatlan versus Cincinnati. Like who cares, bro? Like I don't want to see those games. <laughs> no, and then there's no there's no fucking merit in the tournament. Everybody fucking plays. I mean, in in these in these tournaments, it's, you have, you have to go through a qualification factor uh, uh, process. Nobody, everybody fucking plays. Uh, uh, there's no there's no fucking there's no. Yeah. No, I agree. At least for the Kunka Champions, you have to fucking finish play in the final or something. Or now, well, now with the new format, they fucking they made more fucking. T- uh, uh, Tickets available, but still, you know, you have to fucking qualify in some manner. And this fucking tournament, fucking Mazatlan could just show up and uh, fucking Cincinnati could just show up. It makes no yep. fucking sense. Yep. Yeah. Honestly, I think we've beaten a dead horse here. I wanted to, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to understand yeah, a little bit more about this uh, Jimmy being, uh, you know, officially uh, given the Ferrari, the keys to the Ferrari. He's going to be the coach of Mexico for 2026. And that they had consulted 
with a group of experts and La Volpe was one of them. And then La Volpe's like, I didn't do this. I didn't sign up for this. What the fuck is this? What are you guys talking about? So I don't know if someone can clarify what the fuck happened there. Like a lot of, well, according to La Volpe, at first he said, when we, so what's the name? So the Femex food releases the fucking, the details of the group and details. Yeah. Uh, you cut out there, Albert. Yeah, you cut off after details. But yeah, FMF presented their plans for having like a committee. And they mentioned La Volpe. And then La Volpe was asked about being part of that. And he's like, no one talked to me or like I I got nothing to do with that. And uh, well, they supposedly they did talk to him. Uh, what I feel it's like perhaps he did being like an assistant, like it's not like he's being given any top position in FMF because uh, within the national team, I should say, because it's at the end of the day, Jimmy is the Coach, they're not gonna put. They're not gonna put like a former coach or anyone like that, like in a position to tell him what to do. But sort of defeat the purpose. Um, but I think this guy wanted. I think he wanted a title. Man. He wanted to be knighted and everything. He wanted uh He wanted a key card, <laughs> access to the facility, <laughs> so he can get those massages that he that he likes. That's what he <laughs> wanted. <laughs> He's, he he released a tweet saying, hey, man, to Jimmy, like saying, anytime you need some advice, just give me a call. But, but yeah, there, there was talk that, you know, that he embarrassed FMF, you know, saying that you, with his, you know, his declarations. And I, I think I'll find out during the week because he was, he was coming out in, in one of the shows. So if he gets axed from that, then yeah, they put it in. He has like a TV show on YouTube. I, I was trying to watch it the other day. No, this one I think was to the end. It's on to the end, but it's like in Mexico. It's not like on. It's not on our broadcast in the states. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he axed from that, and you know. <laughs> yeah, I you know with the whole Lavorpe thing, maybe he has Alzheimer's. Maybe they did. You know, you know <laughs> approach him and he forgot or maybe like you know he forgot, or maybe they realized that he realized hey we're, you know there's no w2 i don't get paid for this this is just like a you know a bullshit like well, yeah and, that's, and that's probably that's the reason that a lot of people are saying you know like probably he he the party doesn't want to do it for free no he wouldn't do it for free but the whole thing is like the comment for me that he made it was very telling. The one saying like he would want access to the training and be able to see what's going on. And I'm like, all right, bro, that's a bit too much right there because you're, you're not the coach. And, it, you know, I think what they wanted him more was along the lines of like, well, Max is going to play Brazil. And have you been seeing them play? You know, what I didn't tell Ken Jimmy about them like, Honestly, you know, honestly, what's their just, weak spot or whatever? 
Honestly, they're overthinking this. Just let Jimmy do yeah, his job. For real. Just let him do his job. If he wants to reach out to La Volpe, let him reach out to La Volpe. If he wants to reach out to Aguirre, let him reach out. But, but, but you don't, know, don't I, impose I, this on him. No, I think if, if you're providing him with like resources, I don't think it's like people that will tell him what to do. Sort of they're there if you need help with something. But he's a grown man, though. He's some, a grown man. He's a doesn't man. Matter. It, it doesn't mean like you're not going to hit. You're not going to end up having some some problem and then it doesn't hurt to have someone and be like, hey, dude, this is going on. How did you deal with it? Or, or what do you think is going on? It's a little too much in my life. I, I agree. Let, let it the is guy too be. Much. Just let him be. It's like, Just dude, let him be. Yeah, they're treating him like he's a, like a child. No. Exactly. It's like it's like hey, when Tuca was at Tigres, he had Michel Aron. No, all I'm saying is like, hey, here's the keys to the Ferrari. We trust you. By the way, we're gonna have like all your uncles and aunts like you know monitor everything that you do, and you gotta check in with them. It's like, well, like, are you gonna give me the keys or not? Like, I'm not saying he has to check in with them, or they're gonna tell him. It's like strings. There was a strings attached. You know, it's like. Give him full control. Like, I don't understand why he but needs... But he does have full control. Well, I just don't understand, like, what value can fucking Puyol provide Jimmy Lozano? Dude fucking knows anything about Mexican football. Yeah. I don't understand, like, I don't why... Pu- I don't know Puyol who threw him in there. Like, and then you have, have Hierro, who... I'm a Chivas fan, but obviously he's gonna... He... he, he... He what's it? There's a conflict of interest right there. At that point, they just seem like they just started throwing names. Yeah. Because I, I, for me, it was like former players, former coaches. Then you could have their like, 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 what's that show? You who wants to be a millionaire? And then like you're stumped. And then you phone a friend. Phone a friend. Yeah, phone a friend. And it was that kind of how I see it. But now when you're saying like, oh, they have two year old there. And they got Fierro, and they got Super Porky, and they got a fucking, you know, fucking Jack in the Box. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I mean, the only decent... That's too many many shit right there, dude. The only guy that makes sense is the Cuevas guy with the Inteligencia Deportiva. Okay, that's that's cool, but fucking, there's too many chefs in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Well, again, I don't know what some of those guys... For, but um, I always thought it's more like, for support because I, I don't know, dude. He won a fucking medal. I mean, I know he goes to the bronze. He wins the gold cup. We don't have any qualifiers. Like, wh- why do we need such? You know, all these like it's so unnecessary, bro. He's gonna be playing friendlies uh, for three years. <laughs> no, I agree, Jaime. But uh, at and the same then, time, and like, then and then it, 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 supposedly. His job depends on what the on what he does at Copa America. Oh God! I mean, come on! Yeah. It's like you're gonna choose him, ride with him to the end. I mean, exactly. honestly, I think if he gets washed, he probably will get sacked. When you look at it, I don't it, think he would survive a seven-zero. When you look at it, the the only options here were him and and Ambris. That's it. There, yep. there was no way they were gonna go back to a, a, a foreign coach because of the yeah. because of the mess that Tata and Coca. Uh, and Coca left. There was no way. Yeah. So you you were pretty much they were pigeonholed into into going with a Mexican guy. So it was either him or or Ambris. But and the team, and the, well, Jimmy has uh, 
has the goodwill of everybody and and the the most, like most important the players like him. Yeah. So you know they're riding with him. But I but it's like if you're gonna ride with him, ride ride with him a hundred percent. Exactly. Back him for four years. Fucking, yeah, we're gonna set you up with fucking guys that can have with with with, with with a team to consult you, or you know you you better do good. No, 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 fucking let him work. Let let him let him cook. Whoever, yeah, let him cook. If he wants to talk to Hugo Sanchez, he can talk to Hugo Sanchez. <laughs> that that's who is that's who's probably his mentor is. Uh, just let him be. Hugo's like, hey, you want to see all my bicycle kick goals? Let me show you. <laughs> yeah. I got him. I got him on demand. Before a big match, yeah. In the locker room, we have the projector. Yeah, it feels like he has some <laughs> training wheels. Thirty-eight one-tapping goals. Yeah. With director's commentary. <laughs> I yeah. I think number one, you have to tell everybody, like the fans, the media. Hey, this is Jimmy, and th- he's going to be our coach for the next like three years, regardless of what happens. So you guys better just support him and back him. And none yeah, of n- n- none of this fucking like it's funny like days after they announced Jimmy they're already like on on TV they're already like well was he the right choice and oh Lavope already dropped out like this is a sham like dude are you <laughs> fucking kidding me like wow no no tiene experiencia no come on are we are we barely paying that fucking card now come on it's crazy bro it's it's nuts I think that a uh, little part of Jimmy said. Hey, La Volpe, this is revenge for you not calling me to the 2006 World Cup. Uh, maybe, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no, I think La... Would you mean no, no revenge on this side? It's, it's more, I think, La Volpe's ego um, getting the best of him. Maybe that, that's, what, that's it. That's, more. it. that's what it is. Maybe he thinks he could fucking cold. Yeah. Oh, I know he, I know he thinks... But I don't think he wants to play himself. And I, I said this before when in the World Cup, you had uh, Carlos Alberto Pereira with, with Brazil, and he had uh, Lobo Sagalo, and, and you know, he's very old, but he had him in the as part of his coaching squad. And, and that's one thing you're a coach, and, and again, I don't know why you guys keep going with the telling someone telling you what to do, but. To have someone with a lot of knowledge at your disposal, you know, um, why, you know, why you guys are against that, like, or that you feel that the, the coach is not going to be allowed to do his thing. I mean, that's just how it feels like, because it's like, they'll try to impose their style. Because we're not used to it. I guess because as Mexico fans, uh, we're not used to it, you know. But you know what? Even in Argentina, I was talking to my ex-colleagues. I was telling them, how much of an influence did, uh, did Menotti have on Scaloni? And they told me he didn't even know Scaloni. That they, they weren't even... Uh, they didn't know each other prior to, to Scaloni's stint. And then that uh, Menotti wasn't really that much of an influence like Jose Ramon Fernandez makes it seem. Like, he would just chat with them, but I mean... But it, it wasn't like he was a he influenced well, like, in any manner. He had like four players, right? But wait, if Menot, Menotti is like, I think he's part of the national team commission. I don't know if he had to give it a go ahead. But but the, the influence wasn't wasn't that great. Like they make it seem like oh no, no. But why he wouldn't give the go ahead if he doesn't even know him? 
Mm. But let me let me double check before we go we go more on this. Um, this Patilic Sagalo won back to back World Cups, fifty eight and sixty two. Mm. I, I have a in ninety fourteen in, in your bench. I, that's why I'm saying before uh, he was talking about. You know, sometimes you go from one quick World Cup to the next, and then you don't. You kind of lose whatever was learned because someone else comes in and, and it kind of starts from scratch. Yeah. Well, this time it's like if you have again someone like like Aguirre or La Volpe, <clears throat> to like not to tell you how to coach or how to run a training or how to set tactics, but like just for advice, you could ask them, hey, you know, or they could tell you, well, this I see this team playing like this or. This coach likes to do this, or or this player. This is this is something you could try or do. But you um, know what? It's like it reminds me of that scene. Uh, have you seen uh, Narco Mexico season three? <laughs> no. That scene where where, where, where where El Chapo ships out Doneto because he tells him who do you think is going to be in charge? Oh, so that's yeah. why I'm, that's why I'm, I'm I'm sending you out. That's that's it. I mean, Jimmy the. Jimmy should be the should be the main guy. He should. I'm going back to the same thing. He should be the the same guy. Maybe it worked in Brazil, but in Mexico, it's it's a it's a different deal. We're too macho, you know, and uh, having somebody else there undermines your authority. And I think exactly, that's, exactly. I, that's what it is. Boom. There you go. And then uh, you know, like in that, like how you were comparing it to that that scene in Narcos, like. He was like busting his balls, like, "Oh yeah, he he told me that idea, yeah, blah blah blah." blah. Yeah. I was like, "Wasn't that somebody else's idea?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. So it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's like kind of just like, it's it's an ego macho thing, bro. And you can't have someone like La Volpe and all these guys like whispering in your ear. It's like, nah, dude, I gotta have full admin dude. control here. Because like when Uber won the bicampeonato, everybody was was praising Car- Carrillo. <laughs> yeah, but then what, what did Carrillo do, man? I, I've yet to see him. Doesn't even coach. I, I, did, I want proof, did, dude. Did I want receipts. Did he win that title with America, huh? the, the 2005 one? Yeah, but then, I'm saying nothing similar to, like, Pumas or, or like, oh. if you did you did that doblete at Pumas, then you win at Ame. How come you can't find a job, dude? You know what I mean? I don't doubt he was influential or that he helped a lot. I just want to see receipts that he was running, that he was, he was, you know, the guy pulling all the strings. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna polish more on Zagallo, dude. Cause I was, I was looking <laughs> yeah. up his thing. Two World Cups as a player, dude. Two World Cups as a player, and uh, which was, which was uh, 58, 62, and then he won it. As Mexico seventy, and then he was like assisted. I mean, dude, yeah, he was, dude, he even, was, even, even to, he was to, a legacy. He was a legacy for them. Every fucking team. Yeah, but see, imagine him to say, "Okay, I'm just gonna, you know, take a side to sit on the side." And dude, La Vol- it kind of sucks. La Volpe can't do that. He, 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 he just won one Gold Cup, dude. <laughs> and, and you're expecting some, you know, some. Know Too many what. cooks in the kitchen, man. We have Ricardo, our number one fan, joining <laughs> us. 
who coincidentally was not on last time when America was eliminated. So he always he always avoids the the tough criticism, but he's here today. Ricardo, how you doing? I'm doing good. Very suspicious of me, right? Yeah, man. Highly. <laughs> it's all good though. You've had a you've oh. had a week to cry it out. The the unfair elimination. The robbery of the century, but that's <laughs> neither here or there. What what I wanted to say is ya no superaron. <laughs> Rejoice, MLS fanboys and nut huggers. Yeah. The the pro MLS Mex Mexican fans like Habibi, like Joel and others. <laughs> Rejoice. This is what you wanted, you got it. Man. No, tampoco, tampoco. Yeah. This is like when, Pan <laughs> when Pancho Villa was betrayed or that oh. other guy with the mustache. Zapata. Yeah. Look, it, like, like what we were talking about in the chat uh, last week. Like the numbers are meaningless, man. These guys, you, all of you can look on TV, on social media, and now one of you can disagree with me that these guys have the narrative running and going. MLS is better than Liga MX. And all oh, they need is what this yeah. bullshit tournament to do it. They and, have been, and you see people like Kirk, and he has a tweet something about ESPN2. They're on full gobbles mode, on Himmler mode, all that. But I, I overheard you guys speaking about uh, about what, what's it called? The no positives out of this tournament? Mm -hmm. If I'm correct? Yes. That's, yeah. Everyone actually. I don't well, I think I have two positive negative, if, if that makes any sense. A ver. One, Liga MX has been exposed with the shitty shitty foreigners that it has. A lot Why of do you need to leave up for that, dude? What was that? I need to to know that. Oh, but wait, it's been one so of my main complaints for years, man. Like a lot of these teams, like I, I think it's bullshit. They're saying, "Oh, San Luis eliminated in the first round, fracaso del mundo." And I'm like, "Bro, shut up! Like, what are you talking about, San Luis? People in San Luis don't care about that. <laughs> like, come on, what, what are you saying?" But a lot of these teams, a lot of the owners mainly, are getting exposed of how corrupt and sh and uh, and uh, and and. Uh, like, not caring for their teams. Yeah, just careless. Like, like careless. And, like, compared to some of the, the MLS teams, I don't watch MLS. I can't tell you what any any of the any of the players from the teams that beat America are. Like, I know a bunch of them are, like, white guys from the U.S., right? And the, one that, <laughs> the ones that aren't white are probably the extranjeros, right? But, Habibi would know everything. He's an MLS yeah, fan. Yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's a. He has his MLS flag. Undercover. Uh, undercover. He's uh, he's secretly celebrating right now. He wears it under under the jersey under the Chivas. <laughs> he has that pink, Inter pink down there. He's a double agent. He has a he has a secret chat group with the fighting wing guy from Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> and an MLS bus. <laughs> 
MLS Fuzz and his that other guy, <laughs> that will the world loser guy. But uh, but my but well, that was one of my points. How MLS, uh, I mean, how Liga MX, how it's being exposed of how the owners are just shitty people and and have a shitty product in general. But the second one is of how they perceive Liga MX and in MLS. Because there was another narrative going around saying, oh, they're playing at home. Liga MX teams are playing at home. That's bullshit, man. That's fake news spreading propaganda. There's only four teams in Liga MX that you could possibly say that play in home in the, in the U.S. Uh, America, Chivas, Chivas, Cruz Azul. I've seen some of the games, and even they uh, filled out some stadiums. With, what was that team that they got eliminated by? Um which, uh, Charlotte, the blue one with the crown. Uh, Charlotte, Kansas. Uh, I don't remember Charlotte. the team's name, but like on the, you watch that game, there's literally nothing but Cruz uh, fans in the, in the stadiums, and Pumas too. I was surprised to see their fans in in Canada, like even like even in Canada, man, Mexicans in Canada, right? Like. These guys were expecting a, a bunch of Mexicans to show up and fill up the stadiums, and that's just not the case. This is a reality check for these guys to see that it's only four teams that are popular. Like you could possibly add yeah. Rayados and Tigres uh, too, because uh, my sister took my nephew to see the game, the Rayados versus Tigres game. Oh yeah, and it was, it was packed, man. They, yeah. Down here in Texas, they, they, they got a bunch of fans. I don't know why. Brazil was eliminated by Charlotte. Charlotte? Yes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even know they got a team, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who is Matthew going to watch? No, they just want to see the game. Oh, they didn't really care, like, for no. the teams? No. Just for the man? Yeah. The, the tickets are cheap, man. No one cares about soccer in Houston. No one. That's crazy. Like... Because like, it's so close to game, the border, you would think there would be some interest. None, man. No one gives a shit. Like, people in Houston Football. right now are talking about the preseason and the NFL. <laughs> game, meaningless games than the than the Sheets Cup. But you know what? It's just a reflection of how how no one cares about the Leagues Cup because I remember America in 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 June, I believe, they played a friendly in some uh, high school stadium in, uh, in the Rio Grande Valley, and they fucking filled that shit up. Mm-hmm. It's just four teams. If you hear another one of these report, uh, quotation marks, reporters say it, because I've heard a bunch of them say it, the Liga MX teams, that they don't have excuses. They're playing at home. No. There's four teams out of all, out of the 16 or 18 teams that, that are Liga MX yeah. that play, that you can say that about. Everyone yeah, else, but, no. But, but, even, but even that, even, even if you have a, a pro crowd, you're still playing an away game because you don't know the field. You don't know that. It's like your house. Yeah, all they have is uh, all they have is chicken wings. Yeah. What'd you say? Chicken wings? I said they serve here in America. They serve chicken wings. They don't. They don't serve all the traditional Mexican food. Oh, like, like that brown girl, right? <laughs> no, like like that one guy. He was like, oh, how do you like Mexico? He's like, oh, I don't like it. They don't have chicken. Yeah. 
Yo, yo, yo soy delicado, yo como puro chicken, <laughs> sin chile. Y, y, and, then, and then his brother, the other guy, oh no, aquí en la Ciudad de México, uh, no, está mejor la, la comida allá en, en Washington, allá yeah. se pica, tiene sazón. Go for it. If you let me, real quick. Like those, both those kids, they're, <laughs> they're a bone away in the nose for being in Apocalypto 2. <laughs> All right? <laughs> yeah, they could have been casted, bro. Hey, uh, yeah, because they're like, come on, man. Like, we're, we're, I'm so anti poacher right now. I swear, like, oh, that's why I'm a big Trump and DeSantis fan. You know what? That, that, that issue, I don't want to get too. I don't want to get too into it, but it's a combination of two things. It was, it was the interviewer was going for blood, and the kids that did not have a, pro a proper publicist. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I also think they're okay. But uh, I, there was uh that 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 game in Austin, right, between Juarez and uh, was it Mazatlan? It was empty. It was empty. And there was like nobody there. Oh. Yeah. This this is a big pie in the face of the and primarily. Orlegi and the Azteca guys, because those guys have it in their idea that they're that Liga and Mex as a whole is like this big thing over here, which it's like technically the numbers show something like that, but their teams, Santos, Atlas, and the other that rich asshole that has all those teams, like Puebla and Mazatlan, like those teams are like nobody gives a shit. They're not really and they like I know for one, like when after Atlas won their first title, I remember Faitelson. He inter he interviewed uh, Orlegi, and one of the reasons I like this is right before the uh, league cup was like uh, announced and stuff like that. And he was uh he was already putting things out there, like like saying what I'm saying, like uh like like Liga MX, like it's so big over here, right? And one of the reasons why they 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 did they did this is as you guys know, if you guys if you guys listen to the media, another pro MLS propaganda point is about how expensive these teams are, right? The the how billion dollar uh, club that Jeff even Jeff Bezos couldn't afford, LAFC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. By if this keeps going on. Because they're so dumb and they're tontos. The way they're just shitting on their product by losing constantly. Because perception, you can't change perception about how. If someone thinks you're a loser, you're a loser. And if they think just because Atlas is playing over here, just like Mazatlan is playing over here, they're suddenly going to be worth like one of these MLS teams, they're sadly mistaken. Because pro one of the reasons why these MLS teams, a lot of these MLS teams are worth so much is pretty much because of the real estate where these stadiums are. Uh, real estate in LA isn't going to be the same as in Celaya or in Mazatlan or in La Piedad or whatever the hell they're trying to, they're trying to fool every, all of the media members to think like that's just not the case. It's never like these guys can't get through their head. That's two different economies, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you guys see when Necaxa rolled out Sean Marion as a during one of the did? League Cup games? <laughs> no. The the black guy from the Suns? 
Yeah, he, I think he's a part owner of, of Nakaxa. Uh, and, he, and he was like, what the? He, he looked like, where the hell am I? <laughs> this wasn't in my contract when I agreed to buy this team. When they played over here, they did that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe so, yes. That's funny as hell. Yeah. They had him they with a red thinking. shirt and everything. You know what else is funny as hell is... All these fucking fake-ass rumors of Sergio Ramos coming to America. I want to know who started that fucking rumor. Probably one of those, uh, uh, paper, uh, one of those uh, news, mill, uh, news mill sites that, you know, fucking come up with a rumor every fucking day. No, but they, they met with him, though. Did they I really, mean, though? They, they met with the brother, and that's his oh. age. Oh. It, it, it's, it's, it's confirmed. They met with him, and they told him the price. And they and then uh, Vanos tucked his hands in in his pocket and he walked away like a dork. Because <laughs> guys like that don't come to Liga MX, even if he is forty years old. Like you just certain players aren't going to come to Liga MX, even if they're old. They got their their branding and their name. They're just not going to come to Liga MX, man. Who was the the last the last guy from, last big guy from Europe to make it? Valencia. Last, last big guy to get. To to what? To come to Liga MX, yeah, like a name guy. Wasn't it the Ecuadorian that came to Querétaro, I believe? Alves, maybe. Oh, Alves, my my brother, yeah, Alves, Alves, yes. I mean, Rayados just got Sergio Canales. Ah, uh, but come on, he's no Alves. Oh, you talking about Danny Alves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, his first popularity, yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a like a name guy like like you know like a Bam Bam or a, like a Claudio. Yeah, Lopez, the, you know. the, the average fan will know. Like oh. a sexy Cause, cause, name, cause, something like that. Yeah, because it's Ronaldinho. Uh, who was it? Solari. Yeah, but two different things though with Alves and Sergio Ramos. There's a Brazilian Mexican connection. You know, Alves. You know, he kind of started off from the bottom. He's always like traveling to Mexico. He always speaks highly of Mexico. To convince a white European World Cup winner like Sergio Ramos. Dude, they got Canales for, here. What are you talking Ramos. about, man? He's Spanish. Come on, if you look at Mexico City. career that Sergio Ramos has. Mexico City is proud of their Spanish roots. Come on. I'm just saying, man. Convincing a guy like Sergio Ramos is almost at the same level of convincing like a guy like... I don't know. I can't even think of an example. But just some white elite player... To go over to Mexico, the money like, has to be there. Yeah, Gignac and Florin Taubin, bro. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Gignac? Who was Gignac? Dude, he was a legend at Marseille. Well, what are you one. talking about? He was in League One. Was yeah, he but he was, he was on was the he French national team. Was he killing it in freaking Champions League semifinals, final? Dude, he was in the, Europe, in the, Euro, in the Euros in the yeah, World Cup and shit. he's a second-tier European player. Did he rob Atletico Madrid like Sergio Ramos did? What, what I heard that what seduced to knock was like he saw the Mexican League as an exotic adventure. They they all think that. That's the branding that Mexico has. Exotic. <laughs> I, I told I told these guys in a, a couple podcasts back, that's how the world views Mexico. Like it, it's somewhere to go to party, somewhere to get drunk or to get well, laid. Yeah. Well, I had a, a white colleague, a, a white colleague, told me, "Oh, I love Mexico. I go to Cancun every summer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I I just thought the rumor was like 
anybody can make up that rumor and uh it started to catch a lot of smoke and uh i know habibi was compromised because that's one of his boys <laughs> and uh and then the rumor today that was immediately shut down was jorge sanchez going to chivas that uh, ajax had uh, already agreed to sell him and then Fabrizio goes in and says, "Yeah, they've never even talked to the player. This is this is this is false." But uh, she was trying to poach an America player. Where is this world? What is this world coming to, man? Well, it's like, was it, interesting about it, Fabrizio. He said big teams have made an offer. I was like, big teams. Yeah, what? exactly. I was like, what the fuck? Like, That's what who? stood out to me. Fabrizio's tweet, he said big teams. No, but like who? Like who, who? What kind of big teams? That's what I'm saying. Like apparently they want to kick him out of the Dutch league. And you're telling me like <laughs> big teams want them? Well, who are these big teams? Yeah, who are these big clubs that we that they speak of? Let me just say one thing about that. Because I, I feel very vindicated after. I remember the very first time I called here. I told you guys that that guy, the black guy that's Dutch but never... Step foot in the U.S., but he plays Sergino Best. Yeah, Sergino Best. I call him Sergino West. <laughs> he, he wants to be, he wants to be so USA, right? The very first time I called to his podcast, I told you guys, you watch this guy play. Tell me the difference between him and Chicote Calderon. None. I'll tell you one, el, el Chicote. Has the caso, has the some chicotazos against America. This other guy, the only reason he ever got where he got to was because he's plays for the U.S. and I guess he has a U.S. Uh, Euro passport. This guy, you know if, who? if this bum could make it to Barcelona, <laughs> I don't see how how Chav, uh, Sanchez couldn't make it to Barcelona. Well, they, already, they have a bum at. We have um, este, <laughs> hey, what's his name? Uh, the pink, the guy with the pink hair. Oh, oh, you're right. Say... Forget I said anything. You're right. You're right. From Lampok. Araujo, right? Araujo, yeah. Yeah, they don't need two of those uh, pesky Mexicans over there. You know who this reminds me of? Remember, uh, what's uh, they call him El Homie. He used to play with Santos, and then he played with the Sub-23 with Mexico, and then he switched over to the U.S. That he would, he would, he would like, he would fly on the flank, but then just totally fucking missed the crosses. Oh, it's Fuck the, it, homie. It's the uh, Castillo, no? Yeah, yeah, the, that his wife supposedly hit his fucking passport and he couldn't make uh, one of the Mexican <clears throat> games and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, uh, that reminds me of him just fucking flies on the flank, can't cover shit, and just fucking misses on the cross. That, that when people talk about how, oh, he's, I, I see something in him. I, like they say, oh, he has potential. Or he has the attributes, I think. That's another word for saying you see something that's not there. Because if they yeah. did have all that, they'd, they'd show it constantly in the game. One guy, you know what's one one guy, I hate to keep bringing him up, and it sounds like I'm always picking on him, but the same thing they keep saying about Sergino Dest, is it, I mean, Sergino West, forgive me. The same thing they said about that guy is the same thing they always say about Alexis Vega. He has all the attributes. He's gonna. He just needs to put it together. He just needs discipline. Stuff. He needs discipline. It's always the same story like that. We, whenever someone says, "Oh, he," they have potential. The word they like to use is potential. But I remember Michael Jordan once said, "He's like a lot of these athletes nowadays 
They're just they get paid off potential. They don't get paid off. They do. Hey, you know hey. who said it in that direction? Of Marcelo Flores. I I don't see it with him. Yeah. I don't I see mean, it. I do not. I think it's the same thing. Oh, he has potential. Oh, you know, he that, can, he, I don't see it. I don't did, fucking see it. Did you guys watch uh, Johnny Football? Holy shit, man! <laughs> I did. I hadn't. All right, so I don't follow like American football like that. So I hadn't. You know, Manzels. It's a name that like I've had heard before, but I didn't know his story. So when I watch Johnny Football, I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, how did this guy fall from grace that bad? It's like a fucking spoiled kid. It's crazy though. It's like you have players like that that like were super talented, maybe in the in their youth, and then they finally get to the big leagues, and it's just like, oh, I don't even want it. You know, Freddie Adu, Freddie Adu. Yeah, I mean, and you, Freddie Adu. But like, even even in Mexico, like Marcelo Flores is a great example of that. Like, he just the 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 light's too bright for him. You know, he he just wasn't ready for the spotlight. I I think the, the, the media the blew him up. Uh, Joel, who do you think is the biggest Mexican flop? I, I have, uh, I think Landine Damn. takes a cake. Landine? Yes, Landine. The biggest flop. Why, why Landine, though? He didn't really show, like... He had already called him for a couple games. He was supposed to be, like, the, the next big deal as a nine. And he did, and he had, he had the tool. Again, we're talking about potential. He, and he had the tools. He was tall. He, he was good good in the in the box. And then fucking nothing penned out. I think um I would say for national for he could have had a career with the Nat team and it never really went anywhere for the talent he had. Then I remember pe- people were also very high on Chuletita Orozco, which I wasn't high on, but everybody was already hyping them up. I mean for what they ended up accomplishing you gotta say Carlos Vela and Giovanni dos Santos. A flop? What? No, what? I wonder. Oh, nah, they... No, come on. I think. I mean, all right, all right. For Gio, Gio specifically, because this guy even looked like Ronaldinho, and like he was supposed to be the next Ronaldinho, and then he gets kicked out the uh, curb from Barcelona, but and then, has- and then, like, hey, look, I, one thing I'll give to Gio is. Whenever he wore that that Mexican jersey, he 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 showed up, right? But his yeah. club career was a big yeah, fucking flop, dude. Yeah, I'll agree his club career was a flop. I wouldn't call him a flop as a player. And I think that's one mistake that happens a lot where the media will, you know, they blow up a lot of smoke up our asses about certain players. And it's not fair for those players. I'll say Flores is one of them. And you've had Kubo All these fans already call, calling him for the national team, and it's like, well, he can't even get into the, you know, Arsenal senior bench, and you yeah. and you want him to to start for the national team just because he said Arsenal. And Joe, I think, yeah, the media is to blame. Joe, yeah? you want to go way 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 back with flops? How about uh, <laughs> those guys, uh, the the guys that were supposed to be los cuatro los cuatro fantásticos de la media cancha? It was it was supposed to be el chatito Rodriguez. Este Luis Perez, el Gonzo González, ah, I forgot. And, ah, I think Gonzo, Gonzo had, Gonzo had pretty good career though. But you know, you know what they said? What hindered him in 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 Pumas was that that uh, Mejia Barón had had other intentions with him, and he wasn't done with that. And 
and that he 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 killed his career. Chatito Rodriguez, I keep you know I don't know if you remember this guy, Loco El, El Loco Rodriguez. Oh uh, yeah, Loco uh, Garcia, he, no? Yeah, he came no, to Chivas. Garcia, yeah, you're yeah. right. He, he was at Atlas. Atlas and he was with the, what was that Brazilian guy, dude? Um oh. they made such a good tag team, dude. The Pina. The Pina, Robert the Pina. Oh dude, I still remember they they just they just ran through Chivas, man. That one classico and this guy was like Sister you know, kick, right? He was like <laughs> and then uh and then we sent him to Chivas USA. Yeah, no, because yeah. no, what happened was that he was negotiating and Anders was trying to lowball him. So he comes to Chivas USA and he was doing okay, man. I, I was watching him every other week. I would go watch yeah. him and I was at the stadium one day and the, the press uh the press manager for Chivas USA, he was telling, hey, "Have you been to, have you been to the Galaxy Stadium? It's pretty small." The press box, and he's like, "The PSV scout is here. They're they're checking out Garcia." Oh wow! And, yeah, oh, and shit. dude, he choked hard. He choked hard. He had such a shit game. He couldn't do anything. I think it got to his head, you know. And he had like a really shitty game, and uh, they sub him out. And the coach, he sells him out, and then he's like, he's gonna just give him the hand or something, and Garcia gives him the like, chinga tu madre kind of thing, like, wow. <laughs> he, he didn't go anywhere, dude. I'm you, like, dude, you, you know, another chose? guy, you, whatever. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, oh. you sort of killed yourself right there because it's <laughs> like, that's another thing they're looking at you. As how you how you react to these how things. How you conduct yourself yeah. in high yeah. pressure yes, situations. Yes, exactly. And and if you lack class there, then they're gonna be like, yeah, forget it, dude. He's gonna be hard to work with. You know, another guy that choked that uh, curiously was also part of that Chivas, first Chivas USA team was El Negro Sandoval. That guy was. Oh. Uh, I, I remember La Volpe called him a couple times, and he was fucking fire. And then, but it goes, you know, he what, didn't have discipline. What about the the guy with the uh, curly hair? Uh, oh, curly hair. Poncho was it Poncho or he was he he actually came from like the uh, the youth academy from Chivas USA. Oh, Pon- Ponchito Ponchito Mendoza. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was I was I have a story about him. Yeah, go go yeah. Ponchito. Yeah, he, he was from Chivas USA too, right? Yeah. He he, played, he was good. He had that one good season with Chivas, mm-hmm. and then I think what was it 2007? They sent them to the big team, yep. and he just didn't pan out. Nope. Yeah. I remember because I'm like, oh, this guy's actually doing really well. Yeah. Yeah. He he would uh, he would he would uh, <laughs> he would he would stalk my friends a page and hit up his uh, female friends. <laughs> oh damn! On the stalafter, Sandoval had uh, I think I hope I'm not mistaken him, but I think he had a drug or alcohol problem. Well, he, they said, well, Rafael Villagrana said the guy wasn't all there. That the first thing he said when he got her to the U.S. was that he wanted to make love to a black woman. That, that was his, <laughs> that was his, that, that, that was I don't know about not being all there. Because he said well, Villagrana said, no, I don't know. Like, not, not to make love to a black woman, married. but just a, your ambition. <laughs> like, you come here to the U.S. and that's your first goal. Jeez. Oh, dude. <laughs> He's like, I 
Damn, that's fucking hilarious. I've been wrong with like being wild, wild. No, no, it's a, no I, I didn't mean it like that. It's just like, you know, you come into another country and that's your, your that's your goal. I mean, to, you know, to, to you know, to have, to have relations with a woman of color. Hey, but don't. I got hired by the J League, Japanese League. I probably have similar thoughts, you know, just a different type of lady. What are those? He, those vision boards? <laughs> <laughs> Dream boards, vision boards. I come to America there, for one thing. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, you could throw in like Jurgen Dam in there. I think, you know, he had trials with United, right? Um Ooh. What about Arellano? The thing about Arellano was just yeah. the injury. I, I don't know. Is he a bust? Oh, is Pina? Yeah. El Pina? Oh, man. Pina was, yeah. He was destined for greatness, he, man. And he just had yeah, that injury. He, bro. Honestly, he, he just players, had glass legs. They're going to be glass bust. Legs. Like, what, what are you comparing them to? You're comparing them to Hugo Sanchez, Rafa Marquez, and Chicharito's European career? Are you comparing them to like a Cuauhtémoc Blanco with successful? I think just like the expectations. Like, what are you? What expectations? The the expectations based on the hype that they got. You know what I mean? But yeah, Messi, Mexicano, Trophy Lopez. I mean, if you if you compare that hype, yeah, he failed. But if you actually look at the numbers, he won Liga Mekis with Pachuca and Chivas. He has two titles to his name. Mm. So that he fell or that he not. I, I mean, Messi Mexicano, yeah, he failed. But at the end of the day, think, my man has two titles. That's not a failure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, Carlos he, failed, I don't think he, he achieved as much. Carlos uh, Fierro was a flop. That was a flop. Carlos Fierro oh. was still playing as a pro. That he was, was my boy. Paid. He's he at Leones Negros now. And he won a Liga Mekis title. Is he? And more was expected I mean, of him, Him and Marco Bueno, the guys that won that World Marco Cup. Marco Bueno's a flop. Marco Bueno won the plane in, like, Ecuador, Venezuela or something like hey, that. Hey, what happened to Espiriqueta? I, I remember. I know, right? I remember, I remember five years after he won the World Cup, I saw him in in Carson for uh, Campeón de Campeones, and it was he was still riding the bench with, with Tigres. That's, and then he disappeared. That's Tuca, man. That's Tuca for you. He's not ready yet. Well, I can't hear you. Uh, cutting out, man. But uh, Spitty Quetta had big ass ears. That's all I remember about him. <laughs> and he had a thing for and he had a thing for the center backpacks. <laughs> Louis V or Gucci? Uh, Louis V, Louis V. So um go ahead. No, I was gonna say like because uh that's always the the name that people bring out when uh they talk about like busts or well what ifs, right? That is Pericuesta Orejon. But like if and and mainly it's a they they put that label to Tuca too, right? Like because he's a he's he's not a he doesn't work with prospects or he doesn't give the young guys a chance, right? That's what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. But out of all those guys that uh, throughout the years that he had at Tigres or or ev- everywhere he's gone, like did any of the any other guy any of those guys plan out after Tuca left? 
Like it's not just Tuca. It's like these guys, they're there, and they take it. They they enjoy that little money that they get, and it gets to their head, man. Not an excuse for Tuca, but I just I just don't think these guys are what everyone says they are. Once you see them, like if you're not even because that guy Lorecon Esperico, whatever his name, his name was, Espericueta, yeah. they say he was a he loves to party, man. <laughs> I heard I heard that guy Medrano. Really. Yeah, that he he loves to party in uh hmm. over there in Monterrey. Interesting. So uh, everyone says that he's a he's he's the the what if, but I mean, what if of what the next big party guy, the next trophies? Because uh, I, I don't think. He... What do you think of uh, considering Cordova and Lainez as flops? Lainez, Lainez is a flop. Lainez is a flop. Uh, uh, a thousand percent. Potential wise. I'll yeah. say potential-wise, Linus. Okay? I, I also, He's still playing. You know who's also, like, one that really let me down? Pablo Barrera. Man, Pablo Barrera is still playing good at Querétaro, man. <laughs> the, the, he get injured. He, he right? was injured, and then uh, he just didn't adapt to the EPL. Because he killed he it in that. He didn't have an EPL body. He did not have that. Yeah. He killed but it in. Uh, was solid. I mean, he was a solid guy. <clears throat> he killed it in the Gold Cup, and then, then he gets that move to West Ham, and you're like, "Holy shit, man! This guy's gonna be like." I thought what well, he would end up like a Tecatito or a Chucky, and nah. You know who I have higher, higher, higher hopes Albert, for? Albert, we, we need a follow up on Sandoval. You, you need to get in on that. <laughs> yeah, if he achieved his goal, man, I, I have to know. Now he's been aggressive for a drug possession. I can't let go of that now. <laughs> if he he's getting get those no... prison booty cheeks now. Yeah, he's getting them ebony prison <laughs> booty cheeks. He's getting those Tyrone cheeks now. I, th- I think Spericueta is the next Pirata de Sinaloa. I want to see him doing TikToks. He's doing lines and downing bottles of... Oh, wood. Disco <laughs> Fever, yeah, 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 says... Ochoa is the biggest flop. Re- oh, reason why? On, wait, wait, wait. wait. He said. He said. Reason why is his best years was in a relegation French team. But you know what messed him up? It was that the 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 the, the, the case. Yep. Like he, he, supposedly no, he, he, no, he had I, I gotta, for a agree team. with our disco boy here. <laughs> I mean, he's right. Oh, okay. okay, you could argue that messed him up. He was close to a PSG move, and if it wouldn't been for that, he would have gone to PSG. He would have became this world star. Okay, and how come he still went to Malaga? He still went to Granada. He still went to other teams, and he never blew up, and no one else picked him up. It's like that bum Dibu Martinez. Right now, United needed a goalkeeper. Madrid needed a goalkeeper. All these teams need a goalkeeper in Europe. And no one called Dibu Martinez, who apparently was the best goalkeeper of the World Cup last one. Because they can see what he is. He's a national team He's a fucking clown. He's not a club goalkeeper. Same thing with Ochoa. He's a fucking national team or, goalkeeper. Even people in the world on social team, media man. say... He did, but you know what? He got a, he got a bad staple. Does Ochoa even have a club? Because I only hear about him yes. during the World Cup. Like, that's the joke about Ochoa for people that are not Mexicans. But what does that say about Mexico then? Because I said, what does that say about Mexico? Because one thing I <laughs> yeah. forgot, 
One for one thing. Uh, no, another no, no. But, but, but let's not deflect the attention from who's getting roasted right now. So try. No, no, Great for sure, for sure. Team keeper, but I agree with Disco, man. As far as a club career, he flopped. Okay, okay. Uh, all the hype and all oh, the Ochoa had a bad shake in, in, in Spain. He got a bad shake in Spain. Oh, okay, let, let, let's go with that. Was el más goleado. Okay, let's go with that. He's the he's the bi the biggest flop. All right, yeah, okay. Uh, no, he's not the biggest flop, but he flopped club wise in Europe. But in national team, yeah, national team, he's one of the greatest goalkeepers Mexico has had. Okay, but you can, come be both. you can be both. He's it doesn't have to be the best the goalkeeper they've had at the World Cup. But okay, let's go with that. He he's the biggest. He's a he's a Mexican uh, goalkeeper, the national team goalkeeper. But he's a flop as a as a club goalkeeper. Okay. With he just, another he hasn't point. Had a first shake. Come on. No, no. Let, let's go with that. Like he. Uh, uh, to, to some point, I agree with it. To some point, but <laughs> what this league, what this league cup also showed, is that Mexico is lacking goalkeepers, and that the ones they do have suck ass. Not that good, yeah. But you know what? You're starting. You're starting to have some young guys, like uh, the guy from San Luis, and then the guy from Querétaro. I mean, it it looks it looks a, a little more hopeful than it did a year ago. Both those guys are like close to thirty, man. I don't know. No, they're young. even if they were young, no. they run into the same Premier League problem. What they're trying to buy them from the small team. Now they go to Monterrey, they go to America or whatever, and now you guys depend on Puebla, Querétaro, or somebody else to produce someone. Mm. It's literally what goes on with the Premier all I League. Know is, uh, all the good English guys come from bottom teams, and they get bought up by the top big teams. All I know is our our best prospects. They are not that impressive, like Acevedo. Malagón. You know what? I was comp I I was I was able to see when Conejo and uh and Osvaldo were coming up and I and I, I compare it to seeing Acevedo and Acevedo's just not on that level. It just it says it's just uh, you know there's no pure as nada. I mean it's like you know he's the best of the worst. <laughs> but but having said that, like let's let's go with what Habibi said. Like all these goalkeepers are ass. And Ochoa is like the least. He's uh he's ass also, but he's the least ass, right? Because mm -hmm. he played in Europe, and he flopped. Mexico doesn't produce goalkeepers. If you want to put Os El Conejo, Osvaldo, who quit on America and Jorge quit Campos. on the national team, Jorge Campos, he just got hyped because he was he wore that funny jersey and he was really hey, brown and hey, funny. Hey, FIFA named them as the, one of the top goalies in the in the nineties, dude. And he got that third place, right? the goalkeeper award but I, I i did my research on that you know uh i think the columbus team from the mls got named like the, the best <laughs> team in the world by that same organization like in, and i think like the madrid won like uh won everything that year and the columbus got named that but take that trophy for what it's worth if they say if they say an mls mls team is the best team in the world they uh they lost all credibility with that but I don't know. I don't know if I'd go as drastic as saying Ochoa was a flop. He's not a flop. I He's think, not a flop. I think. He it, hasn't I think we were eight. all. I think we were all waiting for that big move to a big club to to validate his worth and and to give like the rest of the world like yeah, this guy is our a world class uh, you guys goalkeeper. Are contradicting yourselves because you said the other guys were flops based on the hype around them, based on the hype around Ochoa. You never got that validation, so it makes it a flop. But come wait, on, he but wait. Like, he, I, what was the hype? He won one title in Liga MX. 
He goes to Malaga, and Malaga, for some reason, they they rather keep the aging Nigerian goalie as a starter. And make, that made no fucking sense. I well, mean, okay, no, step back before you even continue. If if it was another player, you would say the same thing, but in a different way. You would say, uh, "It's kind of funny they rather start someone else and not him." Obviously, he wasn't doing his part. Maybe he wasn't being professional. Maybe he was going out and partying. I don't think this team just went ahead and started this Nigerian guy just because Ochoa was a messed up. Because his name is Ochoa, you protect him from the media and you protect him from that criticism. I would say based on his maybe think the Nigerian guy was actually just better based, based he wasn't he wasn't better he had fucking butterfinger butterfingers dude I would he say he wasn't better based on his World Cup performances it's hard to call Ochoa a flop his club career has been a flop for European so, expectations so, but was was a clearly flop said Mexican goalkeeper national team wise He's one of the best goalies Mexico has had. So is Cuauhtémoc a flop for not making it in Europe? How's Cuauhtémoc a flop? He didn't have all that hype behind him, and uh, he had injury he and had everything hype. as well. He had but, fucking hype. All right, Habibi, what other goalkeeper has had hype in Mexico? Probably Osvaldo Sanchez. Osvaldo Sanchez? And, and, and Osvaldo Jorge, Sanchez Jorge flopped too because he didn't want to go to Europe. Because of the money, he said the money wasn't good enough. Now, nah, no one's gonna get, no one in Europe is gonna buy a five-five goalkeeper. That's bullshit. A lot, a lot <laughs> no, of these players say they don't know five-five. No, we're talking about Campos. No, Osvaldo like six feet, six-two or, or something like that. No, Osvaldo. I mean, he didn't give himself a chance to flop, but the fact that he didn't go because money-related, yeah, you could argue like I guess quote-unquote flop. But no, well, you, you guys you can't call Ochoa a flop because he's the only one. Yeah, but you guys were saying that they flop based on the hype. Well, so and that's what I said. Who, like, what the, the only, what the only the asterisk, the asterisk that Ochoa gets is, oh, if it wasn't for the team in me, he would have been at PSG and he would have had an amazing career. And really? he would have. And is he that re- really? So you tell me that all these other European teams gave him a chance with no fear of him being, like, tainted as far as, like, enhancements? And no other top team decided to give him a chance. Oh, but the other, other, the other Mexican goalkeeper that's been in Europe is that guy with the with the funny nose that played for Chivas that Rodinho. would always get scored on. Rodinho. It's just him the and Ochoa. To start in a Champions League game. Yeah. So if that's the metric we're going off of, then I can't say Ochoa has a, a a hype job or he, he's a bust or he's a flop. So you consider Ochoa's career in Europe successful? I wouldn't say I wouldn't call him an all-time great, or but and I, I, I never nah, considered him great. The only, he, amazing. He's, he's the elite. only player. He's the only goalkeeper that's played in Europe. But exactly. So how could you, we can't really. We can't even compare what, that to anyone. Would you say it was successful based on the hype that was around him? But he was the only one with hype. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, we didn't have any other. We didn't have he's any the other. Answer the question. You don't want to answer it because you know it's true. Based on the hype that was around Ochoa's career. Leading into Europe, did he have a successful European career? The Mexico hype or the Liga MX hype? Liga, no, we're not talking national team. We're talking about league hype. Oh, Based on the league got, hype, you can't say Ochoa he has league hype then. He only has one title in Liga MX. Visa, America, oh, okay, and all okay. the hype that he had going into Europe, did he have a successful European career for the standards that you had for him? If I never had you're standards say, for him, oh, I watched the league. If it wouldn't have been for the meat, he would have gone to PSG. No, no, no I never said that. that I never said that. 
You're the no, one that said that Alexis Vega was going to go to Chelsea, remember? And no, he's in still, general. I'm not talking about, he's still about laying on Liga Mekis in general. He only has one title, so I can't say he's a, he's, he has tremendous. If you're watching Televisa all day and you're basing it off that, that's on you. But if you watch the league like I do, and I've seen him since he started in America, he's only won one title. So how can you say he's a flop based off Liga MX? If he's only had, how many, can you name me all the other goalkeepers before Europe. title? Based around the hype he had in, with him going into Europe. No, that's why, I, Europe that's why I asked. Is it Liga MX hype or Mexico hype? It's two different things. Because in Liga MX, he only has one title, like I said. The hype that fans gave him in general, whether because he's oh. a Mexican goalkeeper because he's a Liga MX goalkeeper, the hype that fans gave him in general going into Europe, everyone thought, what did everyone think Ochoa was going to do? He's going to show up to the French League. He was going to kill it. Do really well. I didn't think he that. did kill it. A middle though. table, a middle table team was going to sign them. Dude, he was he was one of the best goalkeepers in the league. What the fuck are you talking about, boy? <laughs> one of the best shot blockers. When you face a hundred shots in the league, you're more likely to stop a lot more shots. It's than not the guy his fault. He it's not his fault. He went to the shittiest team shot. in France. It's not you his fault. Answer the question, Jaime. Did he have a successful career based on the hype that was around him? I don't consider career. Ochoa a flop. I don't. No, you're not no. answering the question. As far from I'm answering the question. I don't think European he's a flop. Career. I don't think did he's he a flop. Say yes or no? Did he have a successful European career? I think he has had a successful European career, except for mm. that stint at Malaga. Mm. That's it. I, I mm. would. I wouldn't say. Based he, on I'd the say hype. he had a solid career. I wouldn't say because Tabibis, he's a. He's it's a trauma poquito por Televisa and watching it too much <laughs> nah. and all that. But like I said, I seen him when he lost. He cost America that title against Pachuca. Both those goals were his fault. So I, I know what I'm talking about. I never I personally never rated him. Like you're trying to make it seem that tele and I, I, I see what you're talking about. I see the the he has a bunch of nut huggers in the media. I, I know what you're talking about. But if we're just if you're gonna be so critical with the one guy that actually went to Europe, even if it is the I'm not being critical of him. I'm not being critical of him. I respect Otra because Otra did something those Wallow didn't have the webbles to do. Well, it doesn't he, sound he, like that. Yeah, no, I'm just focusing on one thing. So you guys are focusing on Otra, the Mexican goalkeeper, Otra, the Liga Mex goalkeeper, Otra that got affected by the tainted meat. No, I'm just focusing. There was a lot of hype into him and the expectations that everyone had for him in Europe, the majority of Mexican fans for him. Didn't play out to what people imagined. People if you're talking about just the national team, you're right. If, if, if you're talking about the national team, you're right. A, a goalkeeper in La Liga with like a middle table and up team and consistently being there, being there for six, seven, eight years. You know, people imagine him in higher places that he never reached. So that fell, that flopped. We're not talking about free, a freaking kid who left to Europe and hopefully he makes it. Like, if Tecatito filled in Europe, he wouldn't be a flop because he literally left under the table at, like, 18, 17 years old looking for random teams to give him a chance. That's not a flop because there wasn't that much hype around you. You were an unknown. But Mexico sent Ochoa as, like, this is one of our best goalkeepers. This is our best goalkeeper. And the only one. had higher expectations from him. I now, mean, I, I, now that I, doesn't I, mean... I don't. That doesn't mean I think he sucks. No, he had the balls. Even now, he went back to Liga Mekis. He could have stayed, made good money, and he still went to Serie A. 
and he still said, I'm going to test myself. He, Even at his, when he comes out and says, hey, if someone wants my spot in 2026, then take it. I agree with them. This is, all right, any- this, is, this is where I disagree with you because you're making it sound like he went to Europe and had terrible performances and he like had to crawl back and, and go back to Liga Mackey. That's not what happened. He, he had solid. He, 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 he look, he wasn't so playing he at the he great wasn't, performances. How come no top team gave him a chance? And by top, I mean middle of the table. All I how know is he never established he, a career he, middle of the table club. I, I mean, he's already a European resident. It's not a passport issue. All I know is when he suited up for the the teams that he played for, he fucking had a, he was always like the man of the match. You can't take so, that away from him. So how come no one else gave him a better chance? Talk to his agent. Don't talk to us, bro. Because football's mm. competitive, man. Europe has excellent goalkeepers, unlike in League MX. Okay. So then it goes back to my original point. And once again, I'm defending, defending Disco Yaya's point here. I'm just giving the man a battle so he has no voice. <laughs> honestly, I actually honestly care about the issue. The thing is, the hype. You just said it yourself. There's European keepers, the competition. Okay. So he didn't live up to the hype. He was good enough. For bottom of the table teams, he did amazing performances, but he was never good enough from, to be uh, middle. From Mexico standards, he's done above and beyond because no one else has done it. Exactly, and I agree with you. And that's but it. We're talking about his hype. So the so other than Rafa Marquez, Andres Guardado, and Hugo Sanchez, everyone else is a a hype job. Then <laughs> no, what are you talking about? Chicharito did well. He won Premier League. He played Champions League final. He went to Madrid. He went to, yeah, I mean. Charito did well. Guardado did well. Uh, Marquez did well. Uh, who else? Uh, That's about it. Tecatito Vela? didn't have any hype around him, but Tecatito decent. Nah, Vela Vela didn't have any hype? Come on, man. Vela no. had hella hype. Him and Gio both had hella hype. You know what? But at least Vela was the, the third best. Uh, what was it? Uh, that stat Bella? that was yeah, but everyone likes to cling on to that stat. What the Liga? fuck did he do with the rest of his his career? No, Vela did well La Liga. Look at his numbers. His goals. What do you win? And the games that he played. Vela didn't do a fucking thing, man. That what guy did well in La Liga for Real Sociedad. Well, mediocre, Habibi. What do you do? All right. All right, Habibi. Why did he go to a big club then? He did such a great job at Sociedad. He was the third best player in La Liga. Where was his big move? He didn't get a big move because he, he was in shit. In he was middle of the table and up. Dude, why didn't he go Ochoa to a big club? He would have gotten a club like Real Sociedad. Why? Why was he at, at Arsenal and and he didn't stay there? It's he like flopped at Arsenal. Well, there you go. He's a fucking flop. Vela's a fucking flop. Who was the third third best player in La Liga mm. behind Ronaldo and Messi? Flop. And he and he got and Leon gave him a wedgie when he played against them in Leon. <laughs> I I will. I, I, I love the double standards. I, I'm, I, double standards. I'm far, Herrera, Herrera, I'm far from an Ochoa Herrera. fan, Herrera but the double standards are lovely. No, I'm basing that. It's not double standards. You guys have double standards because you guys were basing your previous flops on hype. I asked you guys, are you playing? Are you comparing it to Hugo Sanchez, Rafa Marquez? Are you comparing it to like who are you comparing it to? And you guys said it's you based can't on compare the hype that to anyone else. Them. He's so the only the, goalkeeper that's gone to Europe. And, and I'm not comparing it career. to other goalkeepers. I'm not comparing it to other nationalities. I'm comparing it to the hype that was around them. Is he the best Mexican goalkeeper in the last twenty years? I, I yes. want someone Is to explain to me. All right, to play Europe? I need yes. I need y'all to explain to me why Gio <laughs> and Vela are not flops. I I want to hear that argument. Who told you Gio's not a flop? Gio's one of the biggest flops of them all. 
There we go. What about Vela? What would, about Vela? I wouldn't consider him a flop. Wait, his career feels loud. Yes. No, he's not. He's a you make career team, flop. I'm a rate you him think you, you think it's easy to do what he accomplished? What did he you accomplish? Go to a World Cup. Play for a no, lot. What the lie. fuck did I? What did you accomplish, bro? Well, first let's think about it. He flopped at Listen one percent. Listen one percent of players nah, are gonna nah, make nah, it pro. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, that's true. Fuck that narrative, bro. We're talking about we're that, talking about the, we're talking about Gio right now. He got booted. That's why. Right, that's why. Right. He Compare was him to his Mexican years. They loaned yeah. him to Ipswich, which is the second division team. He flopped. He went to Turkey. Didn't do shit. At, what was it? Villarreal. I think he looked decent at Villarreal for what a couple months. And then he flopped at Galaxy. He flopped at Medica. Like, he flopped, flopped career-wise, club-wise. Did he do well for Mexico and win a Gold Cup, scoring a World Cup? Yes, same thing Olympics. like Ross. But you know what Gio did Olympics. that Vela did national What's team that? player, but he never he flopped. He never said no to the national team? He never said no to the national team. Yep. And that puts him in a special bracket where Habibi can't criticize him. Like he does so, I'm not criticizing him. I'm saying so he did what, well for Mexico, but his club career okay. flopped. So what would you would you uh you make it seem like going being at a Barcelona to to win uh under seventeen, which was a step for Mexico because it was the first one. Uh I don't think you're listening. He Flop club wise, club no one career. Thing he didn't do shit for Mexico. He did great so for the national team. We're saying his career is a flop. We're saying his <laughs> club, and you just said it. He started at Barcelona. Like you think he would have gone higher, or at least landed like middle of the table. It got to the point where he was getting loaned out to second division English team, and to the point where Galaxy and America didn't want him anymore. He was there when. Basically, the arguably the greatest Barcelona ever. So it's it's be a tough. Okay, how come he didn't make it anywhere else? Like you said, he want to. I don't know what happened because he was doing okay a flop. Flop. <laughs> so, so, so you can't say he didn't make it anywhere uh, else because he didn't want to and say he's not. Oh, uh, you super. You were saying you. Nah, uh, dude, he, Gio is, uh, it's a tough one, but I would so say, you, I would say based on, based on like winning the, the world cup when he was under 17 and him already at Barcelona and looking like, he looked like Ronaldinho's kid, bro. The hype. He was there. He was there. And he's just, it just didn't pan out, man. I'm sorry. From a, from a career perspective, Gio is a flop. I respect what he's. Hey, look, look. I respect what he's done at at the national team because he he did have his balls in that in that World Cup against Holland. He scored that great goal. He he won the Olympics. I I give him his credit when it comes to national team, but as a whole, bro, this guy still could be playing right now. He's a fucking flop. You you make it seem like he 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 made it to Puebla and then he couldn't break into the first team after three seasons. He couldn't break into America. He couldn't break into America. Right, if, if this is what you guys are talking about, can you guys name me a player that didn't, aside from Rafa Marquez, can you name me a player that hasn't flopped with the club or national team? Well, that's, that's, what, that's what I was asking you guys in the beginning. 
if you look at Liga Mekis, there's hell of examples. Players that did well at club and did well at Selección. Now, if you're comparing such to Europe, no, there's not many examples because the sample size is small. That's why I was asking you guys before. What are you comparing these flops to? Are you comparing them to Hugo Sanchez and Rafa Marquez? Then it doesn't make sense because pretty much everyone's going to be a flop. If you're comparing them maybe to like uh, Ramoncito Morales or Ramon Medina or something like uh, Ramon... Or Luis Hernandez. You know, Luis Hernandez, then maybe... Uh, no, there is a lot of guys that haven't flopped. Cuauhtémoc Blanco didn't flop. He did well in America. He did well in national team. He didn't flop. And what about his Europe stint? Uh, are you going to blame it on the injury? How long was his Europe stint? He played there like for... Like a year? A couple seasons. Uh, he was injured for most of the fucking stint. Yeah. But he ha- he happened to score an excellent free kick goal on Real Madrid, though, so... That's all we that that picture is nice. If you see... He was there for uh, two years. Injured for one. Yeah. Yep. Did he go after or before that Trinidad caveman shattered his... Uh, he, was, he, was he, was he was already there. During. during. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I remember watching that game live, bro. I was traumatized. What was that guy's name? Ansel Hellcock or something like that? Yeah. Fucking maniac. Disco Fever, yeah, 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 says Vela is a flop because he didn't do his... Wait, what? Hold on. Oh, he didn't put he, he didn't put his best effort and took the easy, easy way out by joining the MLS. Wait, that doesn't make him a flop because you literally just said he didn't put his best effort in intentionally. So you ask Vela if he flopped, he can tell you, hell no, I'm getting paid and getting paid real well to not give a fuck. No, but by by forfeiting his love for soccer and Liga and Max and the national team, that's an automatic label as a flop. But how is it a flop if he intentionally wanted it that way? So he intentionally wanted to be a a It might be a, a flop in your heart because you wanted him to be better. But according to him, everything's playing out so exactly how he wanted it. He's in L.A. watching the NBA. He's yeah. in blonde white, blonde He's like the brown guy living the American dream with the... What else? He's living life. He's happy. Did you guys see the picture of Ella at Dodger Stadium? And he's sitting there and and J-Lo is like right in front of him. But he's going to be... the wild dream because every time she got up, the big portal right in his face, like maybe inches away. He's a promise that never became a reality, but if you ask him, he didn't flop because his career turned out exactly how he wanted to. Well, if you ask Chalice if he's a flop as a coach, he'd say the same thing, but we all know he's a bum as a coach. His standards are wild, man. Well, I mean, you can say the same about La Volta. Has La Volta ever won a title? Yeah, yeah. He has one title. He should have two. He won Who's that one coach? Uh, uh, Ramon. Jose Roman Romano. Romano. He made like five finals. Never Is he won. a trash coach because he never won anything? And he, he, he should have a title. The fucking Bo- Bosa was being a shithead and he fucking blew that fucking penal. That's a tough one. Uh, and you guys, did you guys hear when he was at Mazatlan, he was coaching for free because no one gave him a, a shot because he Damn. lost five finals in a row. Like, he was a kidnapping though. 
It's a Netflix series. Yeah, dude. He was kidnapped for what, like three months? He was gone. (laughs) Well, uh, I love the discussion. We're at two hours, man. So I I do want to wrap it up. Uh, What I will say, we did have a few transfers abroad. So Raul Jimenez is at Fulham. Edson Alvarez to uh, Hammers, uh, West Ham. And I just wanted to say this, man. The homage and respect that Ajax, the sending off that they gave him, man. I fucking, I, I shed a tear, man. That shit was beautiful. And uh, I don't understand, like, why we don't send off our greats. Like, it takes other countries to to give the Mexicans the the respect and the flowers that they deserve. But I was I was saying, like, damn, bro, like, I look at all the Chivas legends. They never got any respect. Like Ramon Morales went through the back door. Omar Bravo went through the back door. Like Ramon Ramirez, we sent him to Chivas USA. Like why, why is it that we don't treat our legends like with respect, man? I just, I don't understand it. Yeah. We'll see you guys in the flops. That's all the next owners. They feel the same way. <laughs> Cause Mexicans don't like Mexicans. That's why. Crabs in a bucket. Did you guys notice how when the Ramos news was circulating in the media, how all the pundits were basically on their knees and their mouths wide open, re- ready to receive you know what? <laughs> wow. With the news that he might come to Mexico. Mexicans in Mexico have a serious have a serious inferior, inferiority yeah. complex inferior, with yeah. inferiority complex with Spanish and Argentine people. You well, can't convince me otherwise. Well, let, let me hey, say, uh, my, my buddy, say the same thing about you, buddy. You're always hating on brown people and talking about how you support Trump and the Santis and how they look no, about Calito and how these brown people this. And you kind of kind of makes feel like you no. want to feel like you're a white European. Don't, like, don't confuse my standards. criticism. I'm just right. saying. I'm just saying. I, I want Mexican football to be better. And and if me criticizing them bothers you, I think you're acting like a Karen, Habibi. No, that's wow. not me. I'm just playing devil's advocate, man. You're just hating on a 15-year-old poultry for liking chicken. <laughs> wow. Let's fight! No, I, I want Mexico to do good. And if that... If I have to crit, if I have to say things that other people won't, so be it. I'm not gonna be like uh, these ESPN guys or these these ball lickers that think everything's all right in Mexico. You hate because you care. You you, you just went like on a little spiel about how you I'm hating I on Ochoa, you. but you you couldn't answer me. What other goalkeeper is there in Mexico that's ever been that that's ever had any, that gathered any attention to the point where a, a European team would buy them? Never know the one. question. I said no one. I said he's the greatest Mexican goalkeeper in the last 20 years. I'm not saying he's terrible. I'm not saying he had a shitty career. No, for Mexican goalkeeper, he had a great career. Now, for a goalkeeper with his potential, like if Otra would have been from another country, they would have probably qualified his career not that great. Almost like the Belgium national team. They had all these potentially amazing players. And they never did actually what you expected them to do. So the Belgian national team was a flop. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure, folks. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let everyone have their final thoughts, and then we'll wrap this up. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. My final thoughts is uh, 
I wonder how Chivas will do in the restart of uh mm-hmm. of the tournament. You know, they they, they left they 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 left they left off on a good note. You know, three wins, and then they went to you know that they had a shitty league cup. So you know, and I also wonder who's gonna be the starting goalie. I mean, is oh, yeah. are, are, is is Wiley, is Wiley finally gonna get a, a shot, or you know, or is it gonna be a bust? His signing, uh, you know, it's gonna be interesting what happens. Yeah, it is interesting. Uh, there's a reason why um, El Wacho didn't play. He was injured. So we'll see if he's still out and uh, who's going to take the reins. Chivas restart on Friday. Excited about that. Who's next? I'll go. Gentlemen, it's always. A good time to talk with you guys. I know we're always differing on opinions. Is that a bird? Oh, yeah, I got birds in my backyard, man. We had a dog. He's got Aguilas. He's an Aguilas fan. I got, I got two little birds, man. Uh, they, they gave them to me the last year. I think they didn't hungry way. says, like, hey, we need water. It's hot out here in Houston, man. I got my dog out here, too. I just gave it a bath. Uh, <laughs> no way. All right, cool, cool. All right, go on, go on, sorry. They ignore the mini eyes left. It's always a good time to talk to you guys. Baby makes some good points, but I always got to call in and put him in his place, you know, but <laughs> he's never going to learn how, how Mexican football goes. But aside from that, ya no superaron. The agenda has been fulfilled. Ya valió madre. Ya valió ma- <laughs> you, you wanted it this way, you got it. No, just keep stepping on it and do, do what you want. You, you've won, all right? Just leave Liga MX alone. And I, I don't think if you guys mentioned this real quick, but this is going to go on up until 2028. They're going to stop the league for a, for a month and do God this damn. tournament. Uh... So people expecting a contract is signed. If anyone's expecting things to change, home, that home and away or distances and all that bullshit they talk about, it's going to stay the same way up until after the World Cup. Jeez. And aside from that, Liga MX doesn't have goalkeepers. That's been exposed. The Mexican owners have been exposed for being broke losers that don't want to spend money. And I, you're going to call this an excuse, and I'll take, if you want to call it that, I guess you can call it that. But it, as long as America has those three idiots playing at the same time, La Yun, that inbred-looking guy, Araujo, biggest <laughs> flop in America history. <laughs> the, the fact this guy went to Europe. See, when people say you play in Europe, you just got to say where in Europe. Because this guy played in Spain. And he came to America and he flopped. He wasn't good enough. It goes to show you the level in Spain. That's why I don't rate Real Madrid. <laughs> but aside, aside from that, I, I can't pick. As long as things stay the way they are, I can't pick America to win the title. Now with these three, now with those. Oh, and the third idiot is uh, what's his name? Uh, I said Layun, right? Layun, Araujo, yeah. and uh, oh, and Dos Santos. He's uh, a 
He's a he's a sub player at best. You sub him in in the last minutes. He, if you can get past him on the defense, he's he's such a liability. So as long as things are like that, I can't pick America to win the title. Oh wow! Well, they play Atlas on Sunday. We'll see how it goes. But if they make the final, I'm gonna tell you I told you so. All right. <laughs> Quinones getting called up for Colombia. Uh, let's see. We got Habibi left and Joel. I guess I'll go. Uh, with that, if YouTube guys, you might not be able to see this, but anyone on Twitter, if you notice my profile picture, Avi's not of a Chivas, Madrid, America, Mexico. It's a little pig with a soccer ball. The reason why I don't identify with, you know, any of those is because on any given week, I'll argue for the total opposite end. Just because I don't like living in the echo chamber. You know, if Ricardo was a Chivas fan, I probably argue to him how America is the greatest team in Liga Max history. But because he's an America fan, I'm going to argue how America is just a made-up product by the media, a Televisa product. Same thing with uh, MLS. If you guys were listening a month ago, uh, you would hear how I was like praising MLS. And these last two weeks, I've been shitting on MLS. So I should like have fun on the podcast. Don't take what I say too serious. But with that being said... America is a fucking product from Televisa. It is a shitty team that depends on the masses up higher ups to put them in places of benefit. Ochoa did flop in Europe as far as club career wise is. And then uh, Chivas is going for La Trece. So, yeah, that's my final thoughts. All right. I love it. Devil's advocate. I'm the same way. <clears throat> Well, I don't know if I believe that in my last part, and I definitely don't. <laughs> no, man, just quick take. Just want to see Kiros play again. I uh, lost you, Joel. Hello, can you hear me now? Kinda. Look to see Kiros. To the league to restart. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I do want to sometime this week see Mikel Arreola fired. Let yeah, go. for sure. Not Egghead. happening. <laughs> hey, I overheard you guys arguing about that. Come on, he's the he's a puppet. Like he knew he knows he's right? there to be a scapegoat. Yes. I know you guys fired don't like to hear that. Fire the scapegoat. I'll take it. But you're not going to fire a scapegoat. Even if it, that's why he's a scapegoat. Well, when's the last time a scapegoat in Mexico has been fired? In the Mexican football? Let go of the scapegoat. Right. Even if it doesn't change Never. anything. Just let him go so I feel better. <laughs> I agree. All right. I guess I'll bring us home. Well, I want to thank everyone for hopping on tonight. Uh, it was a very entertaining podcast. A lot of arguments. I love it. Disco, thanks for hopping on YouTube with the chat and instigating these fights. Look, this was a tough tournament to watch from start to finish. It's over. Uh, there is going to be a third place match on Saturday if anyone wants to watch that. But 
Liga Mekis has returned starting on Friday. So thank the football gods for that. Leon and Mazatlan will kick things off at 6 p.m. And then we're going to have Pumas Toluca, Puebla San Luis, and Juarez Chivas. Like Albert said, I'm curious to know what Guadalajara we see starting the season. Perfect record, three out of three. Uh, they looked lively. They looked good and then had a big fat wet fart in uh, League's Cup. So curious to see what Chivas we get uh, for the rest of the season. And uh, I did have a hot take for me. You know, just stop trying to make the Saudi Arabia, uh, Saudi Arabia League happen. I I'm not interested. I understand that they've, um, you know, swayed some players to go there. I know Ronaldo's there and all these other players, but personally, I don't. I don't really care for that league. There's no prestige. There, there's no entertainment value there. I, I want to see the best in the best. And as of right now, that's still in Europe. That's still Champions League. And. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they're attracting these other players to go, that's that's a benefit for for the rest of us. There's there's other players willing to take their spots. So, yeah, I'm I'm tired of it. I don't understand why. I mean, we saw this happen in China a couple of years ago. It's just the the flavor of the of the current trend right now. But I understand they're trying to push for a World Cup bid. I'm not gonna watch it. Uh, with that, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you guys so much. Have a good night.